Bro, Should we listen, just do an episode real quick? But let's just go. Let's just do it. No, no cuts, no edits. We don't need Kyle. Fuck the guests right now. Um, <laughs> this is me and you right now. I came What's to good? talk to you. I flew to New York just to talk to you. Let's yep. talk. What's Where's going my on? fucking money? Well, let's not get let's not get that deal. You owe me right five hundred. You know that. Uh, no, you I won five hundred back. But you owe me five hundred bucks. And do my I watch. owe you five hundred bucks? Yeah. You're wait. Yeah. Okay. You're right. We'll deal with that later. I have your watch, but. I know I'm Let's scared talk about to you say right anything. Now. If I piss you off, I'm not going to get it back. No, no, no. You've it's had my, my watch for a month, bro. Well, it wasn't planned. It wasn't by plan. It's just sitting in my bag. I got you 100%. But more importantly, let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. What's going on in your life right now, man? Shit. Uh, you know, living, living the dream. Living, living the dream, really. Yeah. It's Doing a real pod, dream. Traveling. Happy dad. Happy dad, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Yo, you're so stupid. I want to roast you so bad all go the ahead. time. Nah, I, I don't give a fuck I'm anymore. done with it. I'm done with it. Honestly, I got my I'm, first dub two, last week. I don't know if you heard. You got your first dub? Yeah. On what? The Sophia video. You actually got a dub? I got a dub. All the comments are, first yo. time in life. First time he's ever gotten a dub. Very yeah. ultra, uncommon, rare dub. Extremely ultra rare. 22K likes. Yeah, extremely ultra rare. Never will happen again. Now he's I got to tell you, taking catching dubs is way better than catching L's. I don't know, it, man, because like L's kind of fit you. I know that's a problem. I but stay. Like, I know, but I, don't, I can't take L's anymore. I think Not a part for of nobody. I think a part of like that you've taken so many L's makes the the W's just maybe feel Dude, a little bit better, bro. It's insane. Because if you got a ton of dubs all the time, it's just like it also I was wouldn't be the an same. L a week, easy. Maybe probably, daily. Probably like two, two or three <laughs> a day. I mean, dude, you'd say some shit that we'd cut out of this podcast because, like, you were like, bro, please don't put that in. Like, I fucked up. Yeah, don't wait, what in. was the one thing I took out? Oh, Yas, Yas Queen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro. Thank Yo, God. You really took that out, huh? Yes, Can bro. Can we please run that clip? No, that run was the clip. two or three days of depression from seeing what people said about that. Yeah. You would have, they would have. But it's funny, bro. But I would take a huge, massive L for that. That would have been one of the biggest L's you've ever taken. It would have got <laughs> clipped, seriously. I'm not, I'm not even playing. It would have been clip got millions of views, which would have been funny though. <laughs> like on TikTok, it would have went viral, guaranteed. It was one of the funniest things Fuck, you've ever that's said. That's why I want to post the Drake thing, but I'm not going to post it because I'm going to get roasted. Why not? Because I'm post going it. to get roasted for that. Who cares? It's kind of part of your that's, character. It's funny, man. I know. That's my favorite. That's my favorite it's trend dope. right now too. So we're interviewing McFarlane. McFarley. Right? Yeah. Who the fuck's Kyle? I'm going to bed after this straight up. I literally flew in. I'm tired. I didn't sleep at all last night. Flew straight in for this. I thought we were doing a different pod. To be honest, today I thought it was a different pod. Well, you're you you being the best in the game. I'm sure yeah, you can I, everything. Literally off top. I'm sure you can. Oh, is that this is like you trying to flex this right now? This is me. Like, 100%. I had no idea until 15 minutes ago. I'm obviously I'm still gonna crush it. I texted you. I was talking about the pod we were gonna do, and I was like, oh, I thought it was you know the other guy that we had talked about, and then you guys just put it on me last minute. I was like, bet, I got you, this. What do you know about this dude? Uh, I mean, if a quick quick Google search, uh, he's a <laughs> uh, con artist, apparently. So That's what they say. That's what they say. I want to ask him about it. The media controls the narrative, though. You know that. Yeah, which is not yeah, a little interesting. It'd be cool to get a different perspective on the yeah. whole thing, for sure. But I mean, we do know that it like <laughs> it did end terribly. Um, convicted, to, so it's a little you, different. Yeah. That's how, that's how media narrative there. Yeah. It's conviction, so... But I'm I'm excited to hear about it for sure. What's what's new with you? Anything? Complicated my life a little bit, you know. Aren't you opening another gym? Yeah, we are. We're opening the gym um, in Encino, Havenhurst and Ventura. It'll be open in the next. Can be open in the next three weeks, but we're probably gonna do like a grand opening sometime like mid to late December. You know, like a New Year's thing, January. Nice. 
I'm excited about that. Is that closer to your crib? A little further away from the crib, but closer to like everyone else, like in the in the the, the rest of the valley, and also like S- South County, so people can get there faster from the 405. Um, and then Fuck, I'm looking bro, at I'm Texas. I'm exhausted. I might have to have a Red Bull. <clears throat> can you drink caffeine like that and go to bed? No, I'll be up all night. But why are you doing it? Because I need to perform. Just perform, dude. Will, sheer willpower. I do have willpower, but I'm tired, and it will make it a lot easier if I just drink some of that. Yeah, but then you won't sleep. You're just gonna be up all night. You gonna, wanna you're kick just it? gonna, huh? You wanna hang out? No. <laughs> Why? What you're just you gonna mean? make it worse every time. What floor are you on? Dude, don't worry about what floor I'm on. I'm not gonna tell you what fuck you. You're gonna knock well, come on my door on, and hang be like, out. There's fucking... you'll be like, Brad, Brad, are you up? Yeah. You'd be that guy we were just talking about, Jacob. What's like, wrong with that? That's what fucking friends do, bro. They hang out. Yeah, well, not when I'm fucking asleep <laughs> and you're fucking wired on caffeine. You're trying to pillow talk with me. <laughs> Apparently, it's something you do with your boys. No, I mean, if I share a room with somebody, on a trip, then yeah, we're you're the guy. Talking. You are the guy in the car. You were saying Jacob was. You're the guy that's like, hey, hey, Brad, are you up? Are you up, right, Brad? Brad, are you but up I, right now? I would do that trolling purposes. No, you wouldn't. You do that like, sincerely because like you'd have some sort of heartache that you want to talk about in the middle of the night. And honestly, I respect. What's it, wrong dude. with a heart to heart like that, dude? Nothing, nothing. I respect it. I know how it feels. I do it all the time with Jacob. Heart to hearts, where I'm like complaining about my life and shit. You know, is Jacob your go-to guy for that? Do you have a go-to person for that? Well, long story short, not anymore. Not or anymore. Not right now. Yeah. At least you had somebody. Yeah. I don't really got that. Yeah. <laughs> it just turned us into depression pod. Let's go. Oh my god. You think so, you're that kind of an actor? Like, could you do? Could you do fake? Could you do tears on demand? Uh, I could think about some stuff that would make me emotional. Yeah. I don't you know how on demand, but have I you could. ever done that for the content? No. No, I normally just do it because like I'm just actually emotional. Look who it is. <laughs> this is lit, bro. Look who it is. That's good. There's a lot of people here. You fired up? Dude, I'm just like, <clears throat> I honestly, I look at all these people. I'm like, are, are we out? rolling? Yeah, what's. I think we're rolling. Where are we? I don't even know where we are. I don't know. Are. Studio? We're here, though. It's a lot of people. I just wonder if they're getting paid or if it's like, huh? All these people. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. What's good? I just, watched, I just watched the documentary on the way here. It's lit. I've never seen it before. I've heard about it, but I've it's never seen so This is the first time you've actually got like the, all the details on it or what? No, I mean, I heard about it in the news and shit, but <laughs> yeah. I, for some reason, I don't know. I just never got around to watching <laughs> yeah. it, bro. You low-key would have thrown up a feeder if the bag was right. What? You would have thrown up for, a feeder. For promoting the event? Yeah, if the bag was right. Like the, what the, who got it? Oh, Kendall, yeah. Kendall got a big bag, right? What's up, bro? How, How are you? Good. What do you have? We're just go, we just go for it. Yeah, you yeah, just jump in. in. Yeah, fuck it. What's up? Kyle. Good to meet you. Yes, sir. So, where 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 are we right now? Is this where like, New York? Why yeah, that? No, like, where in New York? We're no, Brooklyn. like what is this studio? This is obviously a nice. Yeah, it's studio. my friend's studio. Oh, okay, so, sweet. Yeah, he's super nice to host us. Hell yeah! Thank you guys. You can pull that out, oh. guys. Like literally, first time trying a podcast since. Attempting one miserably in jail and going to solitary for seven months. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is so, wait. That. So this is your first podcast? No, you did that, dude. One. Like, I've been trying to do a podcast for five years. So I hope I have some time today because holy shit. Okay, well, so, well, well thanks jail. for choosing yeah. full send podcast. This is pretty fucking. You gotta, you gotta tell us about the one from jail. Literally went from <laughs> solitary confinement podcast to my favorite in the world. So literally, <clears throat> I just don't believe I'm here. So. Seriously, thank you guys. Like yeah. super, super cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. huge fans. What What That's was that the, one called? The one that you were doing? Wow. So we had these payphones, and we got these fifteen minute phone calls, <laughs> but you had to wait thirty minutes between each call. 
So I had this podcast host essentially fly to my buddy's house and I was calling in all day. We released a trailer on my Instagram. I have like zero followers, like literally. And an hour after the trailer comes out, they take me out of my cell and put me in solitary confinement for seven months. Because seven? Uh, seven months. Oh, because you're fuck. doing the podcast. Because I tried to do a podcast. So. Did you get I thought you completed an episode or a few, right? Uh, I think they launched one episode from solitary, but I had no idea what was going on. And well, didn't yes. you know you were going to get caught though? Like once it got out, like and I was so stupid. Like, but, but hold on, hold on. I was wrong. Well, wait, what was the, what was the podcast about? So I was trying to tell like the past stories. Got it. And I felt like, hey, I can make a couple of dollars, pay some restitution from jail. Like no one pays restitution from get, jail. That'd get, be pretty get, sweet. To, get to work on the restitution. Yeah, like let's, let's go. Like, <laughs> I think it's shit's me, a lot of fucking work. Right? <laughs> it's gonna take me a it's while. A fucking so, hole. <laughs> why not start yeah. now? I, I, what, what was solitary confinement like, dude? Brutal. So. First of all, it's like this long concrete hallway of these nine by eight cells. So I'm all alone in my cell. And a lawyer starts complaining after a few weeks of being alone. He's like, all right, McFarlane, you want a celly? Yeah, yeah, no problem. And I hear these guys screaming through their metal doors. Oh, you got bags. You got bags. So I have no idea who bags is. This guy comes in. He's like, hey, I'm bags. They call me bags because they got a lot of money. And I hear all these guys screaming, that's not true. That's not true. So the guy got into a shootout with the cops and lost his colon, but they never gave him like the colon bags. It's like, this is literally my bed and that's a toilet. He has to shit every 30 minutes oh around the clock. But so it's not solitary. So you're not by yourself. So you did. I did half the time by myself and half the time with a cellmate, but you can't okay. leave your cell. So got this guy's literally taking a shit every 30 minutes for like two months around the clock, just right next to him where I'm sleeping. Holy shit. So, you, you never get any daylight at all. That's what solitary is. Due to COVID, they let us go to a cage outside that was, you know, the size of this set for one hour once a week. So for six days, you couldn't leave. And, and then, you did all seven months. Seven months, yeah. Straight Damn. Well, what what does that like what what does that do to your mind? That's like a scary fucking like I think the worst part how do you get through that. Yeah, just like not knowing when it was gonna end. Yeah. And like the cops would fuck with you. It's like, how long am I going to be here? Like, oh, you're never getting out of here, McFarlane. Like, fuck you. So it's like, like the mental mind fuck and you just start thinking the whole world is against you. And I, I have nothing, but like I would have bet almost every single one of those days that I wasn't getting out because like you have no one to bounce your ideas off of, right? So like you start just going crazy. Yeah. So yeah, being here is well, so what fucking you, wild. What did you do while you were in there? I wrote, you know, learned to meditate, read a lot. And do this like, this guy shit every 30 minutes. Basically. Yeah. And like tried to put together a game plan for what he want to do. Yep. Dodging, uh, dodging bags. Shout out to bags. He's a great guy, but <laughs> so his bags still locked up. Uh, bags got out shortly before me. So I hope he's doing well. Yeah. Probably, probably shitting right yeah. now. I hope he's, he's watching. He's probably shitting right now. He's Good probably taking though. a dump bags. Yeah. So we gotta, we obviously we gotta take it back to, you know, everything yeah. that kind of had happened. For sure. But guys, can I try happy dad, <clears> by the way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what, uh, what, what is it like when you're, you know, that you're Googled. And yeah, the first thing that comes up, it says you're a con artist. <laughs> what is that like? Because how do you do business and how do you move forward? And, yep. you know, like, how would you create a deal with someone now where it's like they know your past, they know your history, which we'll get into, I'm assuming, as the sure. podcast yeah. goes on. But that right away, I'm like, you know, if I was going to do business with you or do anything with you, yeah. and you Google it, it's like, oh, this guy's a con artist, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, I've literally been out for just over two months, August 30th. Yeah. It's like my completion of my sentence. Damn. Yeah. So I was sheltered in so many ways, right? Because I was in jail for just around four years. A lot of that in solitary, a lot of that with no access to a phone or any like outside communication. So I never saw these documentaries. Like I wasn't on Google yeah. and I talked to friends and they're like, 
dude, it's going to take you longer and people longer to like come to terms with what happened. And I'm like trying to recognize that I had five years, like since all this went to shit to like feel my own remorse. But I just missed like this whole tidal wave of of bullshit. Like I wasn't there to read the DMs and the angry emails, right? And like friends and family were. So that's been like a big eye opener to me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to walk out and people are going to remember like I can program and I can market. So I'm going to do something cool. But it's like, oh, wait, I missed years and years of just backlash. Yeah. So what is it like getting that backlash now? Like, how do you move forward? Mm-hmm. Are you meant, does it mentally fuck you up? Or is yeah. it just like, I mean, in some respect, it's like super, super motivating. Yeah. And I think that just meeting with childhood friends, like since getting out of jail has been the biggest mind fuck. I think in like some respects, even people who I was close with were almost like happy to see the punishment I had to go through because they're like, Hey, we did everything right. We didn't break the rules. We went to college. Like we didn't fuck up. And like, why did you, why are you able to do this kind of thing? And we weren't, so they're almost like happy to see me down. And a lot of the advice I get from those people is like, dude, you just can't do anything. And it's like, they try to assign you to like the most menial of tasks. Whereas you talk to more like entrepreneurial people. And it's like, if you just go for it, but go for it, honestly, there's no shame. So if you fail the next time, but you do it like ethically, right. And you don't lie to anybody, you don't hurt anybody, like fucking go and do it. Yeah. So it's been like this weird like trying to understand like people's motivations and realizing that very few people out there can like give you advice that's best for you. Like they give you advice that is best for them yeah, based, and on, based what on what they, they think is possible. Yeah, but like absolutely. very few people, even the ones who love you are often like the most restrained, at least in my perspective, in terms of giving you good advice. Did, yeah. did a lot of people cut ties with you? For sure. And the, the weirdest thing is like who did and who didn't. And so many who I thought would like be there every day just totally disappeared and said fuck off mm-hmm. and people who i thought would be the first to run didn't so once again like total crazy learning when, experience when did you watch so you said you didn't see the documentary when did you actually see it uh, i never watched them you've never seen it no i so, just watched it for the first time oh really on the way how bad i mean i don't know it's pretty entertaining aren't you, <laughs> oh, well aren't you curious to see like you lost what? some weight you look good yeah man. i was so fat yeah, oh did. it was bad you, you did lose weight aren't fast, you curious okay. don't you want to see like maybe what you think is inaccurate in there yeah so i think like when they came out I was really early on in my sentence and my initial reaction would have been like, oh, that's not true. That's true. And like, I don't want to be in that mindset where I just couldn't do anything about it. So I just like try to protect myself and whether right or wrong. I think that was my initial response. I mean, you're having a good time in there. Yeah. Like you're partying, you're with models and you're on a jet ski a lot on a yacht. Yeah. I guess like (laughs) in your words, what really happened? What really went wrong? So like if we can take it back a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. So yeah. What made you want to like do that so i started just like programming when i was really young i was like nine or ten years old and i almost like viewed it as this world with very little rules and i kept saying like hey there's this huge problem and if i keep trying to push this problem i can push like what was possible started a couple companies in middle school and high school sold them went to college and basically ran out of the cash that i got from selling my early companies my first semester of college I'm cool. like, fuck. You, wait, you say you sold a company in middle school? Yeah. Started my first company in seventh grade, sold it, and then what did was a couple that, more. What did you sell it in seventh grade? So I had a company called Your Hot Site. It's a, it's a funny story. I tried to create like a private social network for middle schools. So I did it for my middle school. And five days after it launched, had like, you know, just like the local middle school buzzing. The principal basically called and it's like, internet's unsafe. You got to get rid of this website. So I went and put it up for auction online sold the site. And years later, when I was applying for college, it was on my resume. And like the dean of the school was applying for, pulls it up on his computer. 
And it had been sold a couple of times since then. It became like this porn site, like this porn social networking site. What did you sell it for originally? <laughs> so it wasn't much. That was a couple thousand dollars, but there were some, there were some sites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a fat yeah, bag yeah. for a seventh grader. But it started the coolest started in the school more. at that point. Yeah. So that was fun. And it's just started getting bigger and bigger. And then basically went to college with, you know, a couple of dollars in a suitcase and just like went wild and just didn't know like what I could do with, with money. Right. And blew all of it in the first semester. It's like, fuck, I got to get back to programming. And that started, you know, this eight-year run of what would eventually become fire and prison and then being here. Wait, prior, so okay. I'm just picturing after, you rocking like a Louis Vuitton backpack. <laughs> you went really, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> you went really far from like middle school to like college and that's a mm-hmm. very long time. Like what other companies, what yeah. other involvements did you have that you actually made money from? The credit yeah. card. Yeah, the credit card. So there. before yeah. all that in, in high school, I guess my, my biggest win before college was a company called 24 Scene. I love the TV show 24. So I made a content network where basically people could like share and discuss their favorite things about 24. Ended up like replicating that across like a dozen TV shows and sold to a company called Buddy TV out of Seattle when I was 15. But I wasn't old enough to like have a bank account. And like my PayPal account was shut down because it was underage. So I had this like essential middleman partner who took the money and he would Western Union me cash every two weeks. So throughout like the last two years of my high school, I would like, you know, go to the hood and go to this Western Union and like, get my cash and save it up until college. That really set me off. <laughs> Damn. Hustler from early And then on. how did you, like what started Fire? So before Fire, I started a company called Magnesis. And what I was trying to do was build a black card that was more relevant for young kids in cities. I was 22 years old, like doing a startup in New York and all the Amex like travel business perks just like weren't relevant to me yet. Like I just wasn't there yet in my life. So I wanted a black card, couldn't get it, but I also wanted a black card that was more relevant for me. So I went on Alibaba before it was really like mainstream and bought this like sheet of black metal and just bought like a credit card copier literally off Alibaba. I was in the office for my first startup. I just copied like my shitty blue, like Chase debit card with like 80 bucks on it onto this black card, went and used it at the pizza place across the street. And the guy's like behind the counter dropping it, licking it up in the air. Like, oh, this thing's fucking sweet. And I was in the uh, second ever WeWork at the time. So I started showing the card off to all the companies in the WeWork and people wanted to buy it. And like Magnesis was just born. Before I knew it, I was selling these black cards, opened up a couple of spaces for members to connect and just started building a company. Well, they were just cards that were just based off of existing cards? Yeah. So like the cool part was like we took no financial risk and you could have your Amex with whatever your limit on it was, or you could have your Chase card with 20 so bucks. So it just visually looked cooler. But it had visually perks cool. too, right? What were it had perks, perks to too. So we had a physical space in New York where people can come and like hang out and like get together, work parties. But then we partner with a lot of venues and brands. So like a venue would come to us and say, hey, we'd love to host your members for, you know, uh, a nightclub night, a concert, you know, a fitness class, whatever. They would pay us. We would get a cool experience and market it to our customers. And that was your, that was your more successful business? Yeah. So Magnesis was going like, Magnesis did real revenue at the time. And Fire like slowly came out of Magnesis. And it really started from two ways. One, I got a call from one of our people who was working at the townhouse. And she's like, hey, this guy's here. He works at the townhouse. Uh, we, it was like our member, sorry. It was like our member space for Magnesis. Okay. She's like, this guy's here. He works at Google. He says he flies planes. And I kind of believe him. Like, you got to come by. So went and met this guy. And, you know, still friends to this day. Like, the smartest guy I've ever met. And he's like, yeah, I had this little four-seater airplane. And got like six buddies to do too. Uh, we do trips to like random Caribbean islands. Like, you should totally do it for your members. 
So I'm like, oh, so this is where the idea. This started. is where it all started. So I'm like, fuck it, let's go. Like, this is amazing. I've never been on a four seater airplane before, and we just take this caravan of four planes with like a dozen of our Magnesis customers and a couple of my friends, and we start finding these islands that like I didn't know existed yeah. and couldn't have found on a map. I'm like, this is so fucking cool. And it's like love the adventure of like landing in a country in the middle of nowhere and just like making it our playground. And so many of the people we were bringing were just like getting together, like forming businesses, like creating new relationships and just sort of really bonding over these adventures and experiences. What were you hmm. going and doing there at that point? Like you guys were just going to the islands and chilling? Island hopping, boating around, scuba diving, free diving, yeah. snorkeling. It's like, you know, more like adventure like outdoorsy shit, but I didn't know what I was doing. So it was more just like, hey, yeah. how can we just push the limits and, and see what we can get away with? And, and then so- how'd, you, how'd you meet Ja Rule? So as a way to get back to uh, a lot of the Magnesis members, we started booking music artists for concerts. Yeah. And just like, I'm sure you guys have way, way more experience, but just realized how backwards the entire industry was. I would just be going through so many middlemen who were promising me like artist X for X dollars. And it was all, it was all a facade. Yeah. You know, you go through six guys who claim to be the manager, but they might know someone who doesn't really know someone. And it was just like this terrible, like really backwards business. So I'm like, fuck, I can make this shit super transparent. Let me just make an app and I can have artists get a notification on their phone for real offers and just like say yes or no. And that was how Fire was kind of formed. Yeah, Fire app. Yeah. Were artists like on board for that? Yeah. Like, like- we had a few hundred artists on Fire. A um, few hundred artists, they were non-exclusive. So they had regular yeah. like record labels or agencies or whatever. We were just like incremental income to it. And we had a dozen artists that were exclusive to Fire, which basically meant that if you called one of these artists, in theory, they were supposed to send you through our app to, to book them. Mm-hmm. And did that ever happen? Yeah. So the Fire app was going for like six months. And my biggest problem was like, I just couldn't get away from the Bahamas. I, I loved it. And I kept <laughs> doing these Magnesis member trips and started bringing some of Fire's artists. And I had a high school friend with me there one weekend. And he's like, dude, no one believes that you're doing this. Like, this is incredible. And we said that the best way to invite everybody would be to do a festival. So like, okay. the world's worst idea, <laughs> yeah. all this came from like, almost like this insecurity to prove that I was actually here on this island with nobody. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to share that with the world. So what were the first steps when you're like, yo, I'm going to have this music festival here? Yeah. What, do you, what did you go do initially? Like, how did that start? Like, so like, just like me at the time, I was 24 and I knew how to build websites. So mm-hmm. it's like, I can build a website in a week. If it doesn't work, no one cares, right? Like yeah. the idea flops and no one gets hurt. So I applied that same, like, tech logic to trying to build a city in the middle of nowhere. And it was just so stupid. It just didn't work. Yeah. Cause involving people obviously makes it a much different situation. I just, I just didn't know how to like extrapolate like, okay, a website, the user can't log in. No one's hurt. Whereas like, Hey, now I'm trying to house thousands of people yeah. in the middle of nowhere for three or four days. It's just different, different. So like in. I said earlier, what do you think the biggest issue was like in your perspective, just like the, the logistics of it? So we'll get into it, but like, yeah. I certainly like, I lied to investors to get money and like morally, ethically as a human, like totally mm-hmm. the most fucked up part. Yeah. But the worst like business decision was time. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, bro? It's Why'd like, you make that so quick? It, I, I don't know what I was thinking. What was the time? What was the time? It was moment? months. Yeah. We launched like a trailer to see if anybody would care. <laughs> and like, it kind of worked. And I'm like, all right, in four months, we're doing this. Fuck. <laughs> Why did you like, do that? Four months? And they're like, dude, like it takes longer than that to That's drill a well as fuck, to water. That's so well, that's horny. like pretty impossible, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Did, did you, did you didn't have anyone at the time who was like, yo, this is, you shouldn't do this. Like you shouldn't move this fast or like, it's not going to work this way. Like, was there anyone trying to like speak logic in that sense? For sure. But I was kind of caught up in this mindset that like, we have to go really fast and 
The downside is there's great artists on a beautiful location, but it's not perfect. And it didn't comprehend the downside is that people can't stay there. It's just like not ready. Mm. I just like didn't understand the downside. And it's terrible. How many people was meant were meant to go and attend in the beginning? So the festival was supposed to host 3,000 people per weekend, and there were two weekends. Mm. We had anywhere from two-person to eight-person tents. And then when did the villas come in? Because those didn't exist, did they? There were villas. And like, I guess like this is kind of why I didn't watch documentaries, I yeah. guess. Like, dude, I made so many mistakes. But we literally like hired this former Navy SEAL guy to like take a map of the island and all the neighboring islands, like mark it up by quadrant. And he went out with a team of like a photographer, like a money guy and him. And he would go house to house, offer to send like the local family on vacation for two weeks, signed a contract on the spot, like took pictures, got the keys. And we had 200 villas. And we literally had like this cardboard box with a bunch of keys in an Excel document. And when the planes were landing, like, it sounds crazy. The guy yeah. with the keys in the villas just disappeared. So damn. Was there ahead. any idiots that showed up for weekend two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's there had to be someone. That, that's, Yo, a <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. Oh my God. Holy shit. How how did you assemble like the greatest influencer group of girls of all time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that must have been kind of dope. Yeah. <clears throat> Who was it? Haley Bieber. Roger Kowski, Kendall Jenner, and I know that. No, too. Kendall Jenner wasn't in the shoot, was she? Yeah. No, uh, I think she, she just she posted. Promoted. She wasn't on the island for the shoot, though. Oh, but, okay. um, How was that, like, with all those chicks? Was that, like, the first time you've ever, like, hung out with, like, supermodels like that? So, or were you always, like, rolling like that? I mean, dude, what was crazy was just how fast things came together. Like, sure, we had artists there. We would have, you know, a couple of friends of friends who were there. And, you know, there would be some models or whatever. But we went on one of these trips. And we're like, we need to do the best, like, campaign of all time. So I remember calling IMG. Like I'm just like in my office back in New York after a great weekend at the Bahamas. And I'm like, I want Bella Hadid and you know, Haley Baldwin. And the guy just fucking laughs at me on the phone. He's like, like, you are so stupid. Like you have no idea what you're talking about. So kind of go down the list and just start calling other agencies until one says yes. And, you know, agrees to send a handful of like really good, you know, really nice, great models. They went on the trip and they come back to New York the next week just saying like it was the best work trip they've ever had. And three weeks later, the same people that laughed at me were like calling you know, sending girls for casting, sending their roster, like begging to have their talent come. So literally like in a matter of weeks because of this amazing island, went from being like laughed off the phone to we just couldn't handle like the database of talent who wanted to come to the island. Like we were literally well, you turning definitely like, crushed the marketing. people away. Yeah, so I mean, marketing was great, but like logistics were So when, like before that shoot, like yeah. were you guys marketing it the whole time or are you just like bringing chicks to the We're just Bahamas? bringing people and Like just partying and shit or? or like it what? was super adventurous and like, there's something about, and, and I was so reckless in a way that it's like, I will never be again, but there's something about fear that just breaks your walls down and brings people together. You just go and do crazy shit, whether it's like- Like what? Like you go up in the airplane, you turn an engine off and so you float around with zero gravity. You're trying it's to like fuck. drink yeah. out of your tequila yeah. bottles. It's like, I don't care if you're Haley Bieber or you know sure. whatever guy from the street in New York, like you're going to be best fucking friends as soon as you land, like celebrating like life together. And this aspect of it's like doing crazy <laughs> shit realizing that everything you told, you can just do way more. It just brings people together. It's just so cool. And you seem like to push the limits. Yeah. But yeah, so what was it like specifically that trip with like the campaign shoot? Yeah. There was like six campaign shoots and just each one kept getting bigger and bigger. And it went from like these four tiny airplanes with, you know, random Magnesis members to you know, all the stupid shit and bad decisions, like all the crazy jets and crazy planes and mm -hmm. yachts to, you know, in the matter of weeks. But, I mean, all the girls are probably like, who is this guy? 
Yeah, I mean, out here, yachts, all this. Did you it, try to shoot your shot at any of them? Or yeah, uh, I was, was simping ask. so hard. Like, <laughs> for who, for who? It was every man. It was bad. Like literally, like took going to jail to get laid. Like, like <laughs> did you get any? Did you pull any? I mean, like I hope you can respect. Like, you know, yeah, of course. I, I didn't tell anybody to get out of jail, so I'm not gonna, you know, not of gonna rat these girls out. But <laughs> but uh, but it's like Good I was just you. trying way too hard, and like now I see guys doing that same. Ja Rule thing. is probably going hard, eh? Trying to wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get into that. But <laughs> 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 you were gonna say you see now, now you see guys doing the same thing. You're talking about like on yeah, social. Yeah, it's like yeah on social and yeah. everywhere else, and it's like I can just like see, and maybe I'm wrong, but like they're not happy. You know, which guys are you talking about? Like. You can't be the guy subsidizing 80 people on a weekend and legitimately having fun. Yeah. It's like never well, like paying for everyone. Yeah, paying for, you're just not having fun. Like that guy's a loser at the end of the day. Sure. He might like go home to the biggest bank balance, but like, yeah, something's wrong. And like, I didn't understand that. Like I thought it was the man because I could call someone and have a yacht there in 20 minutes. No, I was the biggest fucking loser. And it took like really failing to learn that. And I just, I see that in other people now. It's like, dude, I just know you're not happy. It's like you, you can't get there like that. You want to name any of those people? Sorry? You want to name any of those uh, people? I don't know, man. <laughs> I just kind of, I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've all experienced that in your life. And yeah, I'm sure there's sure. plenty of guys who try to, you know, suck up to you and offer you the world. What right? the fuck are you pointing at? That's <laughs> how Steiny got you pointing at me. Why are you pointing at me? I'm fucking with you, dude. The Sorry. fuck? Sorry, Steiny. Okay, I love There's you, levels man. to this shit. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But if you, oh. if you look at like, you know, all the guys who really went crazy hard, like they burn out, right? You can't like, you can't be that guy trying yeah. to impress the world every weekend. You're going to fucking lose. Like, sure, you can impress me this weekend, but people are going to wake up on Monday with their own problems. They don't give a shit that you bought them a fucking plane or a boat. And yeah. what's going to happen in six months? That guy's dead. Yeah. So I'm curious, when you started doing this, how did you go about reaching out to artists? And yeah. how did you get them on board without so because, having like… You know because I mean? of Magnesis, like we had done dozens of concerts, like super, super small. These are like nightclub venues with a couple hundred people. Yeah. So just met, you know, a lot of like hip hop artists and managers just through Magnesis. So that was kind of how I had the first artist for fire. Got it. And did they, they just, want to see the grounds or like the stage or anything? Or We were just, bringing them. Like Oh, they were coming like out. Every other weekend for the four months we were running a trip. And for the last two months, I pretty much lived there. So like Whoa. it was nonstop. People were coming and like I could master the 20 person trip and like give you a great time. Sure. So like you would come and be like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. But then 3,000 people came and I was a moron. Yeah. <laughs> What's, what celebrities, did any celebrities actually show up? So or there's like, been so many stories and you know I've heard so many rumors about this or that. There were 30 artists scheduled to perform. 28 of the 30 were paid in full. And the other two were paid for the first weekend, not the second weekend. So everybody was paid to be there for that first weekend. As far as I know, one artist canceled before and that was Blink-182. Uh, and they were also, they were paid they were for that weekend. Yeah? Uh, they were one of the headliners, yes. But as far as I know, everybody else was either there or coming a- until the festival was canceled. Who were some <laughs> of the other big names? Yachty. So uh, Good Music was headlining one night. Uh, Major Laser, Disclosure, Migos, Little Yachty, Ray Shermerd. Migos would have been pissed, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I mean, it's not their fault. Like, you know, we were, we were certainly overpaying. And I mean, look, the marketing was great. Like what artists would say, no, right? We were yeah. just giving them a big check. The money was good at the time. Yeah. And like, who wouldn't want to come to this amazing island? So you, you can't blame the artists at all. What's the biggest lesson this whole thing taught you? Do the process and the trust. It's like, I had this crazy credit system where it took like seven or eight years of me just like getting shit on and working so hard for people to trust me yeah. where I could just call and like get what I needed to try to run a business. And all of that just got ruined in one night. 
So it's like, you can just like work for so long and just didn't fucking matter. Well, it's like that seven years of eating shit at the end of the day just meant nothing. Was there any point in that, that period where you were starting to be, where you were starting to freak out and be like, holy fuck, this is going to be a miracle like to pull off? So dude, like life was terrible in like the last couple of months leading up to it. All the bills were going crazy. We spent, you know, 20-ish million dollars in, in four months trying to do this festival. And I'd wake up in the morning to like an Excel document saying like, here's how much money we need today or else this festival is going to get canceled. So I'd wake up and be like, okay, I got to go find $3 million by 2 p.m. so we can wire it back out before the like, four How are you convincing off. people to give you all this money? So like, I think that's the biggest misconception is that like I woke up one day, gave some false numbers in a spreadsheet and people yeah. gave me 20-ish million dollars. Like, yes, I certainly lied and made that false spreadsheet, but it was seven or eight years of these investors seeing me work and building that trust. And I think that's like the most fucked up thing that I learned is like, that's all for, for not... Oh, I see. So it wasn't like it was just all at one time. It no, was, it was, I'd known you for seven years. So if so I'm he, telling you like this idea is better and you gave me a million before I need 5 million now, it's a much different conversation than like waking up and knocking on someone's door and asking for money. Then why do you think they pressed you so hard for it at the end and why they make it like a real like conviction, right? Because like wouldn't yeah. it have been like if they knew you over time, then it's like you're taking in most investment opportunities, you know, you're taking risk. But I lied. Know? I just didn't have to lie. Got it. Yeah. No, I said we were doing better than we were. Like, dude, it's super simple. It's like, if I had been honest and said, look, here's what our real numbers are and Got here's it. what we need, I would have gotten more help. I, I seriously think I would have been able to raise more money without like the bullshit numbers. Yeah. As crazy as it sounds. It was like too good to be true, right? Yeah. And people were a little weary. What's the status of that? Like, do you have to pay that money back or like, yeah, what, so what's I have the situation uh, with that? 26 million in restitution that needs to get paid back to investors. And then by a certain date or no? I think it's like you gotta have lifetime for, for that for the rest right? of my life, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. So, so how does that work? Yeah. So it's like, say, if you made a million dollars, how much of that goes to restitution? One hundred percent of it? Because like, how do you then like do your living expenses and you know? Dude, the problem is like so many people are going to be eating off of everything I earn for a very long time, whether it's like taxes or lawsuits or restitution. Yeah. So it's like it's been two months, and I have no idea like what the percentages are going to be yet, but it's going to be you know. Slim pick, slim, slim pickings for a while. That's man. Yeah, it's I, crazy. I, I think I saw there was like 100 investors out of any of them. Do Are any of them still like supportive or? So the craziest fucking thing happened after I did like his first like social media post a couple of weeks ago. This one investor was super mad and wrote a letter to the judge at sentencing basically saying anything less than a life sentence will be a tragedy. They sent me this like glowing DM like trying to hang out and get back together. The, wait, the what? one who wanted you in there for life? Yeah. It's like, how well, do you like, as a human, how am I supposed to like internalize that? Like I'm sitting there in front of my family and friends. This letter is being read. Mm -hmm. The judge is reading this letter. This person is saying this kid needs a life sentence. He ruined my family. He ruined this. And this was years ago. Years ago. Yeah. And then two weeks ago, I posted a TikTok video. Now they're trying to get together. It's like, this is Yo, crazy. crazy. How, much, crazy right? how much time did you actually do? Because I know you got out Four early. years. Four years. Yeah. Do you think that's justified? For I think I'm super lucky to have been in New York. Um, you know, all, like all the big big dogs are in New York. These the banks and these hedge funds who are dealing with numbers that I've never seen before are all there. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm lucky in terms of where I was. And if I was elsewhere, it could have been a lot worse. Why? Because they're easier on those type of crimes here, you're saying? I think it's more used to it, right? And like yeah. my dollar figures here aren't going to shock anybody. But uh, like yeah. if I'm in Minnesota, oh, like, yeah, you know, sure. you're, the, you're the big fish in town. But here compared to all the, the mega banks and hedge funds, I'm irrelevant. So... I was lucky to be in New York. Yeah. You know, however, dude, four years is a lot of time. It's like yeah. I missed half my 20s, right? Like, obviously deserved it. But, dude, you lose 25 through 30. It's like 
It's a fucking what, significant what portion was, of your life. What was jail like? Oh, crazy. I, I read something. Was yeah. Mike the situation? Were you guys boys in there? So I was in jail with him. You were locked for, up with situations. I swear, I saw like that. Five, for five months. Situations yeah. dope. Yeah. This is That's yeah. not a bad friend to have in there. I'm glad you asked that question. I was. I swear, I, I love situation. Yeah. He's so jokes. Oh yeah. So we were in jail together for five-ish months. I was in like more of like a white-collar prison. Yeah. To start with. Yeah. Of course, I got in trouble there. This is before the podcast, and get shipped out right away. What'd you do? We had a, <laughs> had a USB device. I was trying to record a book. Once again, not a good idea. So <laughs> came and snagged me, threw me in solitary for that too. Sent me on Con Air to the next jail. So where I did the podcast and kept getting worse. But were you guys like, did he have your back in there? That was like a really different jail experience. It was probably like 60% white collar people. Mm-hmm. So it was mostly like older New York guys and everybody was super nice and relaxed. Really? The other jails were a completely different vibe. Like The second one you went to? There, I went to maybe four or five. Okay. All of the other ones was very heavy gang, mostly like uh, guns and drugs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a totally different experience. So the situation <laughs> was that like the very calm, like relaxed prison. Did, did you, you have, have to, to like join a side? Yeah. Did you have a crew you fit in with? So dude, I got in trouble. This is so like, funny. I was in jail yeah. for one night and it was fucked. You were? Yeah, in Texas. Damn. It was, it was a gang exa- member now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. no, it was exactly like, it was, <laughs> that's why I'm so scared. Like, like four years, bro, that'd be fucked. Like yeah, one night imagine. was yeah. pretty scary, man. It sucks. It's fu- It's exactly like the movies. Like, that's what I found. It was just like the lunchroom and shit. And like, it's like 50 years behind society. It's like fucked. in terms of the segregation and like the, yeah. like this is like all the norms. Not a place you want to be, man. Well, no. Did you play cards in there or anything? Didn't really play cards. Did you start, you started a business in there or something with phone calls? Yeah. So when COVID started, people were just like so fucked, like, and their families are fucked. So I started like a charity to help fund these phone costs because it costs us $3 and 15 cents to call our family, which is like pretty expensive, right? So I just started a program to fund phone calls for all these inmates, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It was like Any free? fuck jail stories? Dude, so many. Like when yeah, I first, yeah. I was on bail in New York and I fucked around on bail and was trying to dig myself out of a hole and basically had my bail revoked and was taken to the Brooklyn Detention Center, which is like totally brutal. And I just didn't know the first thing about jail. And like, I didn't know about the jail culture, all the race stuff, like, like living in Manhattan, like all this stuff just doesn't exist in like, you know, my mindset. And obviously I was naive to it, which is so stupid, but I'm hanging out with like other 25 year old guys. I'm hanging out with the guys who, you know, I have similar interests to, but these like older white guys, like literally like Nazi tattoos in their forehead kept coming out to me like, oh, you can't hang out with them. Did he say hold his pocket? (laughs) Didn't say hold his pocket, but he's like, you can't hang out with the black guys. You got to hang out with the white guys. You know, you got to hang out with your own kind, like all these things. And I just like, wasn't understanding, wasn't understanding. But anyway, I guess I really pissed off these like, you know, white supremacist guys because my cellmate who had a 14 year sentence, he was back in Brooklyn in some appeal, uh, Indian guy with a financial crime, like middle-aged guy, super, super nice. He goes, Hey, Billy, I got some bad news. You know, the white guys, they want to fight you. They either want $150 or they're going to come and fight you. What do you want to do? He's like, if you don't have the money, I'll pay it for you. No problem. But if you want to fight, I got your back. Fuck. And I'm like, fuck. And like, the guy is super, super nice. How man. old was he? He's probably like 45. Shout so out to Patel. So you guys didn't stand yeah. a chance probably? Yeah. Shout out to Patel. No chance. But Patel's <laughs> the man. Anyway, so I'm like, Patel, fuck it. Like, I'm not paying these guys now. I just got here. You fought? Like, let's fight. He goes, I knew you were going to say that. So anyway, our doors get locked. Are you capping? Yeah. What? Is this a real what? story? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want no bullshit. Right now. 
Trust me, I, I think. Hold on, I think, he's oh, fucking conning us yeah, right now. You got that? You got yeah, that that's true. Quick. How do we know? How yeah. do we know you're telling the truth you, you this whole him, time? You too. paid him. You paid him three hundred. Like, as I, I'm he's not. Like, Please yeah, don't yeah. do anything. I'm not the hero of the story here. So I'm, I'm far from the. You hero were just of the story. writing good huh? jail stories in your cell no. and shit for when you <laughs> Yo, got a hell of a fuck. That's <laughs> so let me let me give Patelis props here because like this is like a really cool heartwarming moment. So you're locked behind your door for what they call count for a couple hours. So he's like trying to tell me what to do. Dude, I'm brand new. He's like, I got to put your boots on, lace up, blah, blah, blah. But the whole time he knew it was going to happen. And he had told one of like the big gangs who was leading the jail, like what was happening. And, you know, I wasn't friends with them, but they were like, you know, they were cool and like trying to help me. So as soon as the doors got unlocked, like the gang guy came and grabbed me. He goes, hey, Billy, I got to talk to you. So he brought me into his cell to basically protect me. Patel went and bum rushed that white guy's cell and fought him for me. And I had no idea. And he came back to my cell and Patel is just bleeding all over the ground. His head's all chopped up. And like this middle-aged guy there for like, like a white collar crime is like, hey, you're a new kid here. You don't know what you're doing. And he literally went fucking just like risked his sentence and went and attacked the guy for me. Bro, why, is, why is he doing that? No offense, but why is he doing that for you? He had been in jail for six years. I wasn't sentenced yet. And like, you just get in way more trouble if you get caught fighting. And he's like, he's like, dude, you just don't know what's going on. And like this shit is serious. That's, like, that's pretty real. These guys have me? long sense. For you? Yeah. Why would I do that for yeah, you? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> of course not, I can still one of my closest friends. He wouldn't do that for me. So. I wouldn't. I yeah. Tell's a real one. In jail? Yeah. Fuck, yeah I mean, dude. First of all, why would You're we be in like jail? You're probably like top dog in there. You're like top three, bro. <laughs> but, but, but why would we be in there? I'm not going to go beat up random dudes for you. <laughs> I don't know. Get my sentence did, did you ever write any lyrics in there? No, man. I'm terrible. No? <laughs> 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 um, mixtape coming I am crazy. I'm kind of curious on this. So let's go back to fire and the night before. Yeah. What What were your feels the night before everybody's getting there? We just weren't ready. And but are you freaking out? Like looking at the ground? Totally freaking out. And like my genius ass is like, okay, let's set up lights and we'll work overnight and this will be ready by the time they arrive in the morning. And this storm just comes through. Oh, like, out, of, out funny, of nowhere. Bro. That's the funniest like, part of the dude, documentary. I swear the there was a storm. People said it was bullshit. <laughs> no, they put that in the documentary. Okay. Okay. There was a storm. And I'm like, all right, it's going to be over in 30 minutes. All right. It's going to be over in an hour. And the storm just didn't go away. And my last decision that really fucked everything was people started landing in the morning. And I felt like the festival site just didn't look good enough. So I sent them to this beach on the other side of the island. I told all the local boat captains and jet ski guys, I'm like, go, free boats, free jet skis, give them all the booze they want, and like give them a great time. Mm -hmm. And then told them to come back like later that night. So everybody came over. So what, like get them sauced up before Basically get them sauced. And like, yeah. Show them the island. The island's amazing. Yeah. But they came back. They were wasted. It was pitch black. The lights weren't working. And that just started the whole mayhem. So I really fucked everything and like ruined the last chance when I told people to just like go away from the festival site. And that's what killed how, it. How did you handle that? Like how did you address everybody? Dude, I was- When there's chaos. I was standing in a milk crate and like trying to be like, trying to get people into their houses. And I had almost 800 you know, people working in the festival at that time, they weren't all like full-time employees, but between contractors and full-time employees. And it just shows my like inability to manage. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? I'm standing in this milk crate getting yelled at by, you know, X hundreds of people and just like couldn't find anybody. It was like the worst feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that, see, that's what I don't understand because in the documentary, right, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people on your team are constantly talking about, yeah, we don't have enough time. Like this isn't going to happen, yep. but they don't really show them coming to talk to you and be like sitting you down and be mm-hmm. like, bro, there's, there's no chance this works out. Well, it probably wasn't filmed, right? Well, but did that happen? Like, were there people from your team being like, Billy, this is not fucking the yoga work. guy was saying that. So but, I should have listened. Like, so, <laughs> so dude, people were saying that. people were saying it. And yeah. it's like, I was just on this mentality. Like we are going to make this work at all costs. 
And, you know, I'd given up everything I had, like lied <laughs> to everybody to get this money. Oh, and like, I was just so far down the hole. It's like, I don't care how impossible this sounds. Like we are going to make this work. And that's what really fucked me. Whatever happened to that guy? You guys see that guy that was the meme, the guy that was going to give out a BJ for the water? I've heard a lot that about guy's it. guy's a legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you guys still boys? You and that guy? Um, he was going to lay that it guy's a fucking you. trooper, man. <laughs> yeah. Why? Wait, why were you guys you so sure? Punk him wait, like wait, that? wait, wait. Why were you guys so sure that he had to like suck the guy's dick? Like, where'd that no, come you, from? You trolled him, didn't you? <laughs> like why not like why did not like pay him money like pay the, the border officer money Dog, like why did it is... just jump to like yo you gotta blow this guy no well, you I yeah. think you were fucking with him no that's if, funny if I paid the border guy money I think I would have been in jail for a lot longer so uh, thankfully I didn't do that but uh in the Bahamas though yeah dude, yeah it's bad but um bro you gotta talk that guy's everywhere <laughs> I mean yeah, any king guy. tried his best I think what I didn't see the documentary yeah, I was yeah. once again I was told how it sounded the day after, or the day he filmed, yeah, I was at dinner, and he came to meet me at dinner with the producer for the documentary, trying to convince me to come interview for it. And he's just like laughing his ass off about the story. Mm-hmm. And I hear like on the documentary, he's like almost in tears, like crying about it. So it's like kind of frustrating about how you know people portray certain events. Sure. But it's yeah. like in the documentary, he was crying. I was told he was seemed to be like very serious about the he situation. He pretty much was like, "Yo, I was ready to blow." I thought some he was guy. laughing. Oh, yeah. he was, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know. So he seemed pretty yeah, happy. My bad. Yeah, but well, he didn't dude, go through with it. He 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 was trying his best, and like we were certainly all mentality to get this things done. But there was never like a direct order, you know, go blow this official. Like, no, <laughs> so, but that's the kind of guy you want on your team, probably. <laughs> you got to so, have one guy like that in the squad. Yeah, right? we have one. We got Gabe. He's yeah. ready. Fucking <laughs> Gabe's always ready. So so don't gotta like, convince him much. Uh, besides the festival, all the stuff that went south. Mm-hmm. When did like the legal? When were you like, oh, this is coming to me? Like, did it all come at once? Like with when they started hitting you with like, hey, this is a problem, and we're coming for this. Yeah. So the like, festival was canceled like late on a Thursday night. Okay. Um, I flew back to New York late Sunday night. So what, three days later? Yeah. And then like five a.m., the FBI was at my door. So like, like, so who five so, hours? Wait, after you said back. Well, so sorry. Say that again. Five hours. Yeah, ago. I, I landed like midnight on the Sunday after the festival, uh-huh. and at five a.m. the FBI. So was, who's hitting FBI up? Like, yo, do you think that like the, any, any, great great shout out to my doorman at the time? You know, you're the man. I won't say your name and get you in trouble. But he told the FBI I lived in the second floor of my building. Whoa, I, I live in the tenth floor. He ran up. He took the elevator Damn. to the second floor. Ran up the rest of the stairs, knocking on my door, texting me. He's like. Mr. McFarland, the FBI is here. If you want to go, a- I got you at the back right now. <laughs> like, no. Yo, that's a real one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's cool, bro. You got, you Shout got, out that guy. No, you got a few of those. He's a man. Yeah, like, yeah, you, you got, got a lot three, of legends around you. That guy's People a fucking legend. You. So, and, wow. and I go, I'll, I'll come down. He goes, okay, but we got to walk down to the second floor so they can't see it's coming down from Did the Did you tent. do that? So he walked down to the second floor and then took the elevator down. Not so funny, but when they came to actually arrest me again months later, they went to the wrong apartment. <laughs> oh my God. So he saved you a few months. Yeah. Now, like, I got arrested that day, got out on bail. And then yeah. when they came to arrest me again, though, they went to the wrong apartment because he, he lied to them, but like, shattered like, the doorman. So who's calling the FBI, though? Like, the next few, the few days later, like, who is that? Well, yeah. Do so, you think they were monitoring? Probably Chris Jenner. Well, do you think they were Chris <laughs> for No, sure. they got paid. Do you think that they were uh, monitoring well, you? So during the show? Dude, I just sorry, like during the process? I, I, I lied and I lied to a lot of powerful people the oh, investors sure. like, like notified I, I had a I was so so naive like I was on the ground when the festival was canceled and this one investor goes to me like he, he gave me a dollar figure that wasn't the full amount he's like we need this back or else you're going to be on handcuffs on the front page of the Wall Street Journal and basically said like dude I don't have it like fuck off for lack of better terms mm-hmm. and I tried to call him again a day later he just goes sorry too late and I just didn't know what he meant oh and, shit like, literally like 
And he had every right to report when me. When was that in the whole process? This is Friday, Saturday. And then I get back to New York on Sunday and I'm done. Like, Damn, dude, I was, I, I was guilty. I was guilty Holy as hell. shit. It was, yeah. What's that? Like the FBI showing up. What's it's the, fucking scary. They're like wearing the vests, like let's say FBI everything. They, they, they roll deep. They got the ID spot. badges and all that. Say, so. I am so scared of them. Wow. Well, fucking Bro, paddle would have fought him. I was so name? scared. The, the Selmay guy? Patel? Yeah, he would have fought him off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Between Patel and my doorman, how, I think I'd be dead How do you have these guys looking out for you like that? They had some really good dudes, man. And it's like, even just back to jail, like there were certainly some scumbags in there who just like did really bad things, but so many great people who just didn't know anything else. And if you're like this 18-year-old kid and everybody around you is selling drugs, you don't yeah. have one friend who doesn't do it, and you get caught at 18 and go to jail, like how do you blame that kid, right? Yeah. It's like there are some really good, honest well, guys in there. What was the worst thing you saw? There was some rape. Um, there was a guy who committed suicide in, in the Brooklyn Detention Center when I was there. Shit. And I was kind of fucked up. Um, there was a young kid who, who came into Brooklyn a couple months after I got there. So I was more comfortable at this point. He was like, my age kind of looked like similar to me. So everybody was joking. Oh, like, Billy, you got a brother here. Like, your brother's finally in jail with you. You got a friend. Yeah. And so he's all scared. So the first day he pays off one of the big gangs for protection. Gives him a lot of money, right? Mm. So the guy switches his cell to be cellmates with him. And he's right next door to my cell. And like, so he just paid this guy or he paid his gang. And the guy's like, okay, so come with me. And that night you just hear the guy getting raped. He goes, oh, please like stop it and do that. was uh, fucking like. You were right next to him. Right. Different yeah, cell, closed doors, but you could hear it. And like, I saw him, it's like, dude, stop. You, you tell him, like, you can, if you call the cops and tell them, like, they're going to fucking kill you. Like, there's nothing you can do. Jesus. So it gets worse. So the next morning, the kid doesn't want to tell on the guy, right? So he basically goes and tells the cop, I need a new cell. So they move his cell, but the word's getting around that he got raped. So now the gang pressures the guy that raped him. He's like, if that guy's, that, is that guy lying? He's like, yeah, he's lying. I didn't rape him. So the next morning when the door is open, all you hear is these cries like, help me. Help me. He took a razor blade and went and like slashed the kid up and you never saw him again. The so kid. It's like, yeah. Jesus. So he got raped one day and then slashed up the next day. So it's like, Jeez, dude, man. this place is yeah. fucking real. Like, what, what was your status like in there? Like people knew who you were? That's fucking insane. Dude. They knew it's about the crazy. festival or what? No, well, they knew who you were. Dude, so the big thing about jail is sex offenders, which there are tons uh-huh. and people who snitched. So if you weren't a sex offender, you don't snitch <laughs> and you don't owe anybody money. And the only way you do that is if you're a drug user. Like then you're and you're pretty much fine. So but did people like know who you were? They knew about the case, yeah. And then so, but it basically, if you're not a sex offender or a snitch, and you're not like in the gang situation, no one really cares about you. So you can kind of like stay in your own lane, and no one bothers you. Got yeah, it. That makes sense. Yeah, but like if you're not that, like you can't watch TV, you can't eat at certain tables. Like you're really have a. What rough was the experience. best thing you got to do in there? <sighs> Meet people. It's like, I think when you're working a lot and like trying to excel in your career you don't have months just like hang out with someone and get to know them on like a non-needy level like i don't need anything from you you don't want anything from me just like becoming genuine friends like that was pretty cool and i felt like when you're trying to come up in your career it's hard to find genuine friends because most people want something from you whether it's to be in the podcast whether it's to invest and make money whoever the fuck it is everyone's trying to come up everybody wants everybody wants to come up like even if you're a great guy you know we're we're business minded right we want that come up yeah. But in there, when you don't care about the come up, if someone has 30 years in their sentence, like they're not trying to come up, it's like that time to connect. Like it's pretty cool. It's just yeah, like really different connection. humans. That's, that's interesting. Like, real, real connection. Like you're real friends. Yeah. It's like, I don't need anything. Like we're in jail. Like I don't want anything. Like whatever you were before doesn't fucking matter. We're all eating the same bullshit yeah. and like sleeping in a fucking cot. Like mm-hmm. we're cool. 
So while while you're in there and and now are you were you thinking about okay this is what I need to do when I get out or this is plans that I have to start when I get out? Yeah, so working on a company now. It's called Pirate. Put it together during. So this my, is the new uh, game plan. Yeah. Pirate. Right, let's fucking hear it. Pirate. All right. It's put it together in my seventh month stint in solitary, and to start. Can I have one more happy day? Yeah, bro. Yes. Yeah. Great. Much better than the, the like the hooch I was drinking for a few years. So. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, overall goal here with Pirate is like want to make the biggest impact possible, and want to pay people back. But to do that, I need to do what I'm good at, and that's starting a business. Not a festival. Not a festival. Oh. We can get into that. Starting yeah. a festival. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no fire. Yo, if no there's a festival, no I'm festival. pulling up. I'm pulling up. Can I have the bottle? Can I have the bottle? Can I get a bottle? It's pretty funny, here? actually. Like, if you actually do another festival, though, it would actually be pretty funny. So, I think people would show up for novelty, even. Pirate oh, kind of gets back to what I'm good at and I think does it in a scale that's a little bit more interesting this time around. Before we get into it, when I go back to the Bahamas for the first time, I don't, that? Know, I don't know what's going to happen. I have to ask permission to go, but I'd love for you guys to be there to capture the content and be the first ones to return boots on the ground. I think full send, getting the reaction from the locals. <laughs> this is actually like, hilarious. This is actually hilarious. That's great vlog. I love like, that video. It's actually hilarious. Dude, I, what is I will, life? We will do the four-day weekends that made the fire festival idea happen. Wait till Steve hears this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he's going to lose his shit. Yeah. Here's your message in a bottle. I and mean, you guys can take that with you. But oh you guys, I really hope you guys can make the first return trip. So I'll open it right now? Back. It's just a little invitation. You guys can open it later. But I hope that you guys can come well, back when we have the first trip. Yeah, open that. So, so you're going to do, uh, you're going to, is it going to evolve into another festival? Or is this is like- So what Pirate is going to be, it's going to be a small permanent hotel in the Bahamas for like artists and entrepreneurs to come and just like partake in these crazy adventures. You're just going to build it first, I'm we're, assuming. We're, we're partnering with a development that already exists. Got it. So, you know, we'll make it you our brand. It yeah. People to come hang out, you know, go Should spear go? fishing. Should we go? Dude, you got to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going. You got to come. I'm going. So, Brad, you're going too. No, we can, pull up. Fuck it. Yeah. We can get into yeah. some of the wild shit that, ha that happened down there that I think is great content, but we'll, we'll give the it's pirate. It's video for you. <laughs> Who's, who, who else is going to be there? Well, like, are, we invite are, anyone else? Are, are you, we will invite the people. Are you guys why in? don't you just live in the Bahamas? Are you, are you guys coming? I'm going. I mean, when? I'm going. I don't give a yeah, fuck. When? when? So I have to ask permission to travel um, due to my probation status, but we will ask soon. Well, bro, what's... We'll, I want to do it back to the original trip, a few small propeller planes straight from New York <laughs> and doing the whole thing, OG status, and really showing you guys the Outer Islands of the Caribbean and what we can make happen there. Dude, I'm so funny. I know Simo. Mm -hmm. I'll well, pull wait, up, what's, I, what's, I gotta ask before I agree to this. What, what do you guys think? Leave a comment. Drop a thumbs up on the video. Let we us should know. Go. Real quick, Let though, what's, what's your status with the people of the Bahamas? So yeah, like, that's a good point. I have so many close friends there. Like, they're the warmest, kindest people ever. The day I got out, like, two of my closest friends there flew up to New York literally for the first time from the Bahamas, spent a week here with me. Um, my business partner has gone back a couple of times for the past couple of months. We're really like getting back into full Bahamas mode. So what we're doing is establishing a permanent spot there for like a manageable number of like artists and creators to come and get together and just like connect and share new ideas. But what we did this time is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. We built this virtual replica of the island. So no matter where you are in the world, you could live stream the island. You can actually get together online and change what's happening on the island. 
So for example- Change I, was happening physically on the island? Physically. Mm. So like I could be swimming on the island and people online could like buy me a drink or they can literally chum the water and like given all the sharks in the area, like the sure fuck? people would love to, <laughs> would love to see that. So it's all Wait, about- how? This, so how, how do they chum the water? Like, they will get together online, mm-hmm. propose oh. that like to me, hey, are you down with getting the water chum? I'll have like a pirate app, my Apple Watch. And I can say, yeah, sure, I'll do this. And then literally they'll have like a local boat captain oh. who drops bait in the water. So it's giving people the ability, no matter where they are, to come to this experience that I always thought was so magical, but not just watch it, to actually change and even own some of the things happening on the well, island. One sec, Billy. What if they say, yo, we don't want you to come back here? That would really suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they're not saying that, I'm assuming. Uh, well, I guess you have permission, right? You're talking about the Bahamas? Yeah. Or? I need to ask permission to the- to Just to leave the country? To leave the country. The Bahamas so, is cool with you coming back? I have plenty of support from the Bahamas, so I'm fairly confident that we will be allowed a second chance there, which I'm super, super grateful for, but just need to like kind of go through the process with the US and you know take it step by step. Damn. Why don't you yeah. live in the Bahamas? So you that, love it. That, so I'd love to. So what's the company? It's like an app? So the company is called Pirate. So it's you know part physical hotel and part app where you can literally get together everywhere and then change what's happening on this island. Are they building the hotel right now? So we're taking over a development. It's already been there. It's never been marketed before. So we're going to make it this like pirate adventure theme and essentially invite various like content creators and entrepreneurs. And it's like replicate these adventure trips that kicked everything off, but do a unique twist where you're there on the island and then a thousand people at home could be like dictating your island experience. So the hotel exists, right? Like it's there. It's not currently a hotel. It's a couple of dozen villas. That's basically you know a private. Well, define villa, like villa or like Like it's a a real thing, right? So like just like cardboard box. They're building right now. It's gonna be ready in what three weeks? uh, (laughs) Yo, yo, stop! Yo, (laughs) you're fucked. Did you give yourself enough time for this one? So we took we took our first. Let's not rush this. Like we don't. We're yeah, dude. Like the great thing is like there's no promises, right? Like I have no no investors and no deadlines. We took our first guests back last weekend. I didn't go, but my business partner took them. Like they had a fucking incredible time and taking step by step, but really focusing on the tech now and like think that there's so much in like this emerging technology where people can come together online to actually like own and affect these physical assets. That's going to make this experience totally different and open to everybody. And are, are you super confident now? Like, is any of you, do you ever worry now? Like what, what's happened in the past? Are you ever scared or like? Does that play into what you're doing in the future? I think it all just comes down to honesty, yeah. right? It's like, I don't have shit. And I'm just like very grateful to have supportive friends and supportive companies who want to see this happen. So I'm going to go after all the shit they believe. Yeah, it's great. And it's yeah. like, I'm going for it. And, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go for it, honestly. So if anything goes wrong, there's, there's no, like, I'm honest about finances. I'm honest about like what it can or can't do. Yeah. And it's taking a completely different leaf here. And dude, it's almost like, the motivation of a team and supporters is so much better when I'm brutally honest. It's like, dude, I don't have shit. Like, yeah. I can't afford to do that, but here's what I can do and how can we make this happen? And things are just going so much smoother. Yeah, I mean, I think them. you make the best out of any situation when you're honest. Then. Yeah, it's like, people are just like, it's refreshing, right? Yeah. And people will fight for you if you're just honest about what you can and can't do. Sure. Like learning about your weaknesses and just getting a fucking amazing team. This have time you built like a it. completely new team this time around? Have a totally new team. Uh, there's like 12 of us who are pretty much close to full time right now. So we're still small, moving this fast. Right here? Uh, this is definitely part of the pirate crew right here. So I'm trying to build as fast as we can. Still, nice. Yeah. Who else? Like, would it just be us or like, we're going to invite some chicks? And no, shit, we'll, we'll, we'll invite some. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll invite some people, guys. Oh, we're, we gotta, we gotta, need, we gotta make it happen. Yeah, we, like like the same type of squad like before, like Kendall, like that type. Or, yeah, can we get them? I, I don't know. Up? <laughs> we gotta take it step by step. But <laughs> dude, we can have, we can have a good time. <laughs> Do you have any relationship with John anymore? Or? Uh no, um, <laughs> no, uh, dude, like incredible salesman. Yeah, super charismatic guy, but when shit hit the fan, he'd already been to jail. And We're not going back. If you commit an offense a second time, it's way worse. So, at the first chance to cover his ass, you know he did. Yeah. So does that does that bug you at all that you're the only one that went down? Uh, no, because I was like, dude, I was the fucking most. I was guilty. You know, I was yeah. responsible for everything. I think what bugs me is people taking credit for things they didn't do. Well, and in reality, there's like there are hundreds of people who are working on fire, right? So like. The good marketing stuff wasn't like one person's idea. It was mm. many, many people working together. Yeah. So when guys are saying, oh, well, I'm not responsible, but you know, all seven good things that happened were all because of me. Like, I think that's lame as fuck. Like, sure. Either it was yeah. you or it wasn't you. That's what pisses me off the most. Like, I don't blame him for covering his ass if he doesn't go to jail again. He's got a family. He's got things more important than like me to him. But, you know, don't take responsibility for shit that, you, you know, many, many talented people right. did. And that, that pisses me off. Why he was taking credit? Yeah, just taking credit for, for yeah. like, for things that went well, you know, when it wasn't, you know, it wasn't one person. It was many, many, like you guys know, dude, like you have a great idea in your business. You bounce it off five guys, like right. shit changes 10 times before you launch it. Like yeah. that's how this shit works. It's not one person who does one good thing, but doesn't do one bad thing. It's just not how it works. But, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I think I got it. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about him in five years. So yeah, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Are you excited for the future? Dude, Are you I worried at all? pumped. Like it's been two months and I'm trying to catch up. It's like, I felt like the first couple of weeks. What, like, what have you been doing these past two months? To- I didn't have a phone for four years. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, no cell phone. The last two years, they took away my pay phone after the podcast incident. So I felt like no contact with the world. But it's like, you know, kind of getting back to life. Super, super pumped for the UFC on Saturday. Oh, of course. Um, Are you going? Uh, I don't know. One of my, I, I haven't reached out yet, but one of my childhood jujitsu instructors, fighters fighting for the title. So I'm oh, going to shoot him a DM tonight to see if he, see if he gets Who? back to me. Uh, so Plinio Cruz was my uh, high school coach and Alex Pereira is his fighter. So, oh, wow. You know, Plinio, if you're listening, I'm going to DM you tonight. So please. You're a big UFC fan? Yeah. Big UFC fan. I've done jiu-jitsu for a while. So what are your support. predictions for Saturday? Dude, I got to go with the Brazilian. Got to go with Alex Pereira. You know, it was super cool training with Plinio in high school. So excited to see. You got Poirier happens. or Chandler? I'm a Poirier fan. Yeah? Yeah. I think he's fun. So Chandler's going to win for sure. Yeah. Chandler's your guy. Gonna, Chandler's yeah. gonna that's win. a fucking rogue athlete. Yeah. Is that your guy? Yeah, that's our guy. He's a rogue yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's dope. Yeah. Chandler's you guys, winning. You guys beef ever or no? Me and him beef? Yeah. Why would I beef him? I don't know. I'm not beefing know. the UFC guy. What the fuck? Get I'm your story up or something. Okay. I don't need to beef him. Well, like, you know, yeah. I want to train with him. So. Do you train? Uh, do I train? Does he train? He's offended right now that you said <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was funny. No, I think he meant, he probably meant like in in the fighting respects. Like martial arts? Yeah, I've done BJJ. I've done stuff like that. Nice. I haven't trained super consistently, but nice. to, but I train. Yes, of course I train. Awesome. Like in do, real. Do you have any other hobbies that you do, like that are just random or? Dude, like love jujitsu. Been doing a lot of Muay Thai recently too. So like like the martial arts. Kickboxing. Um, yeah. I used to fly a little bit, just like learning from these trips. So I like to fly and just love the water. Like love scuba diving, love free diving. You know, fucking jet skis, of course. I know I get yeah, made fun of a lot. Fucking Bahamas, baby. Let's go. <laughs> just live the life. Yeah. So what, wait, when should we go? So, or like, when are we aiming to go? I, I don't want to say on camera and like get turned down, but you see, he's getting better. Let's look shoot at for him. it, man. Like, he's getting better. We'll shoot for it. It's like, what's a rough, like, 
Dude, like I'm actually. Please don't make him give a date. Don't make him give a date. Don't make him give a period. I want to get too excited and be like, let's go. No dates yet. No dates. Tomorrow. Slow me down, guys. Three days. No. What do you think though? Like, what's a window? No, stop. no, yeah. no! I actually want to know myself. Oh yeah, like, we got to know for the is this vlog. a year? Is this like next month? Is it six months? Yeah, what real fuck this is tough. I, I, I would hope in the next year. It's, it's oh, next possible. year. Okay, in the next year. Okay, so, yeah. okay, good. Some buffer. So time. We're like, we won't be going for a year. To, to this end, guys, don't hold me to this, but we're gonna fucking make this happen. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, he's back at it. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Shit, Holy no, shit. I was just excited to go. Yeah, but like this time, guys, can't promise it's gonna happen when we land. Like, I mean, dude, no, no one's gonna hit you guys. But there we can't go. promise it's gonna happen to me. But we'll have a good team there to. Yeah, we're gonna have the security time. up eh, for <laughs> rolling with you. <laughs> Fuck, it's gonna be good. <laughs> That's funny, man. I Damn. guess like guys on the team, like you, you know the stories. Like, what do you think we should talk about to make this podcast really go? I feel like I've been kind of vanilla in my answers. So oh, I think yeah. you've been really good. Yeah, yeah you bro, you're great. It. What do you yeah, mean? You're doing did any of like did did like the Jenners ever like what was your interaction with like them? Yeah, because well, sorry, that's they took one. they took some backlash for promoting it. Yeah, under, so, understand. But did that but, like, ever come back to you from them? Uh, no, obviously not. But like, dude, you just can't. You know, it's none of their fault, right? If your company is like seemingly doing super super well, it's just impossible for every person to do like full due diligence. Like, it's just not it's not practical. So I think like the public like backlash and lawsuits against like the artists and talent is just such fucking bullshit. Kind of unmerited. Yeah. I, I, yeah there's so many people stupid. out there who just try to take advantage and like line their own pockets. And it's like, it makes me sick. It's like, who, it's not their fault. Who got a bigger bag, uh, Rajakowski or Baldwin? Oh man, it's a good question. Probably Rajakowski. I don't know. Then, right? This was pre-Bieber, right? Pre-Bieber too. Oh, Emily then, dude. Yeah. Like I, 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 uh, for sure, Emily. I think Emily's was twice as much. Yeah. Ooh. What 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 did, what did they get paid to come out? She's gonna be pissed to hear that. Oh, Dude, it's, it's just like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, you don't remember? I you mean, can't, you some can't people, say. Some people were great. Some people weren't great. But you know, no, like, what what did you have to pay them to come out? How much? Like, Haley was. I've only known Haley from one trip. Super respectful. Yeah. You know, very talented. She had a great time. She was very professional and awesome. I'm sure she commands like crazy top dollars right now but she was like she was a beast at her job and like awesome uh she did get to experience a zero gravity so we had a nice plane ride together so i'm sure she had some I'm you sure turn the plane off on that. that one so we basically you tilt the plane up in the air and you cut the engine and it's like it's like it's like a 1960s crop duster like the thing fucking is a piece of shit and you let the plane float down so you're literally floating in the plane like spinning each other in the air now when it gets too low you ram the engine and catch it so Holy we did zero gravity together on the plane, but yeah, that was a, that was a fun time. So you can't say how much they got paid. I don't want to. No, they I don't want to. Fair, fair. I what? mean, people people were paid fairly for yeah. that. Uh, and then, like, I think what pissed me off the most is like when they got sued for getting paid. Like, they did everything they were supposed to do. Right? They showed up. They did the shoot. They did a promotion. Like, it's not their fault that I fucked up the logistics. Yeah. So I understand the mindset. Like. In my own little world, I thought I could do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, and like looking it. back, it's fucking retarded. But I can see how other people fall down that same trap. Where, what part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm in Bedside, Brooklyn, right now. Nice. So yeah, hopefully we'll uh, get back to Manhattan once I once I can make some money again. But yeah, taking my time. So is this your first venture? Like this is how you're making money as pirate? Doing pirate, like getting decent like media sponsorship marketing deals. So I feel like companies are coming to us saying, "Hey, we know you can market." So using that to fund pirate at this point. You said you follow him on TikTok? What's that? You saw him on TikTok? No, I was joking. I was just like, spawn. are you on TikTok? I started TikTok. How many followers do you have? 
I have like 2,000 followers, so help me out, guys. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clueless on Couple social. What are you doing, like selfie video ones? Literally, like, hey guys, I'm coming out with something new. Like, stay tuned. Sonny's trying to get some advice. He's kind of on TikTok. I need it more. I, I just want to see how it's doing for you. You guys should do a, a collab. You just yeah. maybe we will do it all the time. You we'll do, do the 21. Do the 21. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> what did your first TikTok get when you posted it? I think we're almost have 200,000 views. And guys, for me, like a social media fucking loser is pretty cool. Like I've been out of the game for a what while. What was the first post? Uh, basically saying, I'm back. Huh. I want to make this up to everybody. I've got something yeah. new. But this time, everybody's invited. So that's the message. And we've literally started the taking comments. The- like, I got to know. I can't read them. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm too much of a pussy. Like, I just get so mad. What's, what's your Instagram? Uh, uh, Pirate Billy. P-Y-R-T. Billy. Same is it time. fucked if we read the comments? His comments are pretty bad. Are they bad? Can you handle it or not? Yeah. Here. And do I hate it? No, that's I actually really it. funny. We should read some of them. <clears throat> I hate it. I can't tell. So this is too. on your first video, right? I'm not sure what you're looking at, but. Wait, can okay, you send well, me the link second, too, Brad? Yeah. Well, I, this is in my phone. Oh, but, okay. Wait, so, but this is on his TikTok on his page? This is on his TikTok. It's actually funny because people, people troll and people it's kind of comedy. People are creative, bro. Yeah. TikTok's savage, too. Uh, Fire Festival 2.0. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. What's the account? Uh, Pirate P Y R T Billy. Society loves giving people who bring no productive value to anything <laughs> second chances. So I fully expect to see this guy rich and successful in one year. What do you think about that? That's an interesting one. Because I mean, social media. Listen, there are some interesting shit on social media. That does I guess my well. biggest like, and I'm probably so wrong for thinking this, well, but it's like I have so many of my own problems that I'm so worried about. What kind of person doesn't have enough problems where they can just have time to go shit in somebody else online? And like, <laughs> well, I, hold on. I get that I'm your lawyer wrong. is freaking out right now. <laughs> hold on, but this is also <laughs> before, probably before you kind of talk about that comment. I also yeah. think it's important to note that like you did do something. Yeah, you fucked something up completely. <laughs> and you lied to a bunch of people, but you still were able to pull together something that like most people couldn't pull together. Mm-hmm. Like you did, you did tell some lies along the way. Obviously, for sure here. But like, regardless, I don't know. I can't name 10 people who all like were able to actually even get even to finesse to that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of you overpromise and underdelivered, yeah. and you and you, you got fucked. But like, that's not a normal thing for most people to be able to pull together. Mm-hmm. So I think there's there's I'm not saying, hey, it's a good thing you did it. But if you take the things that you've done and the things that you've learned along the way now, like you said, the honesty and your skills prior and your skills current and that, you you know, you obviously have a new team. It's like, why couldn't you be successful in less than a year? Yeah. You know, so I think it's very reasonable to think that. Yeah. Hope I got a chance. Thank you. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. But I think uh, the marketing, I think you were a step ahead of people. For sure. When it came to the marketing. like yeah, Absolutely. That was the first time you ever saw all those models together. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. And it was crazy, bro. That changed everything. Putting those models together and like them posting about it was a game changer. Yeah. Crazy. Did like, you I remember cop a ticket or no? <laughs> I yeah. Do you guys, about going, do you guys sure. see it when we, when we posted it or no? I oh, saw yeah. it when you posted it. I was like, you what did? the fuck is this? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you sold yeah, his ass for sure. No, I saw it, yeah. He's probably sold yeah. some tickets on the side. Yeah, yeah I'm like, not <laughs> yeah, calling. Oh, what the fuck? How much do I owe you, Stani? <laughs> <laughs> There's a season two. I, love I, don't, I don't have it. I just want to know what my debt is. Just <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's crazy. Season two coming soon or what? Yeah. But Dude, yeah, I really hope you guys can come back with us. I think that'll would, just would be Would you ever consider wild. doing another I will be there. festival? Please. Or try, attempting? Dude, like, all Pirate is all about taking people to places that they think are impossible. So, I mean, I have to do a pirate fest, right? It's like, it can't be tomorrow. It can't be in four months, but there's going to be a pirate fest. It's going to be like a magic number of people. And, but yeah. like, we're going to do it in a really unique, unique way. But, you know, pirate fest and 
You got to yeah. do it just to like show that you can do it. That'd well, be pretty also, dope. You don't even have to have like, artist. Just fucking get a story of one artist and fans there and them having a good time and you're proving people wrong. 100%. The island is so beautiful and it's fun. Like make it activities, get some good music and you're going to meet fun people and have a great time. That's what it's all about. You, you do have to do a festival, honestly, point two. You got to. Because like yeah, there's already so to, much bro. built up behind it that mm -hmm. like if you finally do it, it's like a whole nother fucking like Netflix thing. I'm going. If there's a like, festival, I'm there. I'm going, dude. Thank you, guys. And I think the cool thing is there. people will go just to see what happens. Like, exactly. I think, like, exactly. People who hate me will be the first ones to want to come. Like, yo, I got to be here shit on this guy. <laughs> dude, <laughs> come on, yo. let's go. Yeah, just prove, just, you know, prove them wrong this time. Prove them wrong. Yeah. Outside of time, what do you think was the biggest mistake you made? Lying. And it's like, I think like just people now, I think are just going so much harder like for me and with me because I'm honest and dude it's like so fucking refreshing and I hated being that guy it's like hey I'm lying to people and I'm getting all these boats and planes but I'm in the back like nervous <laughs> as fuck like I'm on my computer like did the wire hit can I pay uh, for this yacht tomorrow or is like or is Bella Hadid gonna laugh at me because I can't fucking fly oh, her home it was, so, it was so funny though it was funny to see all the people get fooled like in no, my I'm opinion. not gonna lie I like when they walk up humor in it because it's a bunch of rich people like spending it one night in the Bahamas yeah, and they you know thought they were getting a villa, and then they just got the tent with the fucking beds and shit. <laughs> so you pranked funny, them, bro. <laughs> yeah, they just got waxed. Real Terrible. Well, oh like, my looking god, back, it's like obvious, but dude, how did I? I don't know, man. Bad. Fuck. It's slightly funny. I can't even lie. Crazy. I think uh, what was so crazy, and like looking back now, and like having zero credit, like not like literally, but like socially, the credit system that we had was just absurd. It's like I could be on the island and say, hey, I need three planes and two yachts and they would arrive in two hours and no one would tell me a price, no one would ask for payment. And like, that was, it was absolutely like insane. Everybody wanted to be around talent, whether it's models, like Instagram attention. And I feel like yeah. everything was there and the bills would come months later and I couldn't pay them, of course. But like, you know, the credit that we had built up was just like from the star wild. power. Yeah, just from like the the intrigue and people want to be a part of it and there was no questions. It's like, it felt like anything that we wanted to order was like on demand and it was like, it took me to this like false reality where I just fucked up. It's like when you're ordering room service and you get the bill later and you're like, yeah, fuck, exactly. Damn, like, I didn't know room it was going to A couple boats and planes, yeah, exactly. When you do stuff now, yeah. are you just like, do you think like, all right, 26 milli, got to pay that? Like, does that change the way that you operate? When I first got to jail 100%, that's where I started fucking up. I was trying to do this stupid book, got in trouble. Tried to do a podcast, got in trouble. And now it's like, hey, if I make $1,000 and, and pay, you know, whatever percent I have to the restitution, like, that's what it is. And as soon as I start thinking, like, about big numbers, like, I'll make bad decisions. So it's not about the money. Mm. It is about the money, but it can't be about the money in the short term. It's like, go and do cool shit. Do it honestly. Make a positive impact and show a bunch of people something they never could have fucking dreamed of. Like, money always comes when awesome. you do money that. will come if, you, yeah. if i can if i can if you do, do dope shit, not, yeah. exactly if i can do the cool shit that i was doing on a small scale and share it with people the money will hopefully come yeah and this just out of my curiosity what do you yeah. think is the biggest lie that you told to one of the investors Dude, i love that question and like the obvious answer is that i had more money than i said i had or our revenue was higher than i said it was going to be i think it was like pretending that I understood what the fuck I was doing. Like logistic wise? Well, logistic wise. Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't have water. Okay, how do we get water? Well, you take salt water and you do reverse osmosis into fresh water. And they're like, oh, now I think I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I know a fucking idea how to do reverse osmosis, right? So I think it's like more about like lying about what I thought I could do was the worst lie. 
that I could have had because then people didn't know how to help. Oh, right? shit. Oh, I know how to do that. Then the person steps back and say, okay, you got that. Like, you don't need my help. Whereas if I could have said like, dude, I have no idea how to get fucking water on this island. Like I had enough like powerful investors and advisors. They so you're not delegating properly. I wasn't delegating properly. They right. would have called someone who actually knew what they were doing to help me. Mm-hmm. So it was lying about my skill set. Damn. Because that sucks because like you could have changed that. Yeah. Like straight up just by like, and obviously we're going back in circles now, like telling the truth and saying, hey, I need this. I need someone to give me this advice. They would have been like, sure, sure. Dude, just saying you don't know is like so much better than pretending like you do know. What what was the toughest thing to do? Like to get done for a music festival? What's the hardest thing to accomplish? I think I hired way too quickly and just didn't know how to manage hundreds of people. And like every day was a fire, like, you know, literally, right? Trying to solve a problem so the company doesn't go under and not understanding how to give hundreds of people the attention and guidance they need to actually come together and make something happen. Have you seen like the viral picture of like the two pieces of bread and the cheese? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's good that. with that? What, what is that? All right, dude. As That's so, like the food at Firefest. That's what's portrayed. Is there like- social media experts, if we serve 3,000 connected people cheese sandwiches, there would be more than one picture. Sure. That's my, that's my defense. Our so food, the food was actually all right. The, the food, food was fine. The food was fine. It, w- it wasn't like, it was not great. The food was fine. And then what, what happened to me, and Andy King actually told me this later, was two kids got super high, came up to Andy King and said, hey man, all I really want is a cheese sandwich. So that's what he made for them. And that one picture went viral. Damn. Yeah. So it's like, but like if we served 3,000 of those, there'd be more than just one, you know, trash can with yeah. a cheese sandwich. But like, once again, totally under-delivered on the food and fucked it up. But it was not all cheese sandwiches. However, when I first got to jail, uh, they thought it was funny. They gave me my first day nice. there. They gave they me gave a lunch. That? They yeah. gave me oh, a cheese sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they knew who you were. Yeah. So that was They funny. trolled you. Yeah. That's dope. So a lot of people recognized you in there? Um, people just watch the news all day long. Oh, right. There's a couple of TVs. So it's not like they're super, super behind like on everything. So it's all like the, you know, the morning shows and like the talk shows. But people watch a lot of news. Damn. And they try to connect. Like, like, if you're in there, you feel better about yourself when you see somebody else getting in trouble. Like, even if you don't want to admit it. So, everybody watches like all the crime shows and like behind jail shows. But it's all a big hit. And did jail. you did you pull an all nighter that night from the festival? Yeah, yeah. It was it was brutal. Did it? When did it kick in? Like, yo, I could be fucked. I was literally told three people died, and the ways I was told they died were just so fucking wild. And like, if I had any stable mind at the time, I would have understood it wasn't true. And I'm like, shit, like, I can't handle this. Like, let's cancel this immediately. And that's what led me to cancel it. But thankfully, no one got hurt and that was all bullshit. But like, that was the- Why someone lied to you What'd they that? say? Or, How they say they died? I, I was told someone got shot, someone got bit by a pig, and someone was just kidnapped and missing. Who told you that? Just random people who were working there. So Jesus, the fuck? Like, obviously, no one got bit by a pig and died. There are the pigs of the Bahamas. But like, in my mindset, I'm like, oh shit, the pigs came. Like, like I can't handle this. They're like, yo, those pigs are friendly. Yeah. But there are people on Twitter saying shots fired, hearing gunfire, it was all it was all false. But I'm seeing the tweets, hearing the rumors. And it was because people were like starting to get mad. They they're getting was, mad. Yeah. And like I was literally like on the phone with the reporter on like <clears throat> they were literally live, I'm not gonna mention the publication, but they were live streaming me on their homepage of their website, standing on this milk carton. Like, and then I was literally talking to them on the phone while they were live streaming. And they're like, We have reports that you ran away in your yacht with all these supermodels and cocaine. It's like, dude, you fucking idiots. You're literally live streaming me like right here, right in the middle of this. And like, it was just like so overwhelming and pulled the plug. Yeah, that was a yeah. what, what, what was Jaw doing at that point? Uh, Night of. He hadn't gotten there yet. He had a concert somewhere in middle America and he was going to fly in on, I think on Friday. And it was canceled late Thursday night. Did he text you me like, yo, bro, like 
good luck or anything uh, for sure i mean like yeah what was the falling out like i mean as soon as i don't know if i should say this but fuck it as soon as yeah, uh as soon as the fbi came to see me my lawyer got a call from his lawyer and his lawyer basically said we're going in tomorrow to, to proffer i don't know what that means but they're basically going in to tell them everything of course yeah. so he went in like the next day and you know and my lawyer is like if you call him again i'm not gonna represent you yeah so that was that Damn. was into that you haven't had contact no contact. no I, yeah, yeah no interest i haven't heard anything about him in five years so i'm like super focused on pirate yeah have sure. you like reached out to anybody to try and work with them and they've just been like yo billy sorry dude no, I, like, i'm not gonna fuck yeah with you. i wrote a lot of letters in solitary like mostly apologizing to people to, to like, employees investors advisors some responded then, but like in the past like two weeks, I'm starting to get a lot of people reaching back out. Probably get more after this bottle. <laughs> Probably. And yeah. dude, it's like hard emotionally. It's like, I really, I feel really bad for the investor that I definitely fucked over who like wrote that letter asking for a life sentence. But like, do I have the self-respect to respond? Or is it like, I was totally wrong. I should respond. Like these things, I just don't know how to handle at this well, point. Wait, you know what, how, what do you mean? Go what, ahead. What happened? Like As the one- Say sorry, basically, to the guy who's like, "Yo, you." I hope you had a life sentence that's not before what he about. went in. How, how much did that guy give? Uh, that investor gave. I, I don't want to say because people are going to know who it is then, but it was sure. it was a it was a meaningful amount of money, and they're for sure wronged, and like they deserve to be mad at the judge. But it's like you asked to take away my entire life, and now you want to get together. It's like how do I? How is do there I any party that? that's like, "Yo, maybe you took away his life because he gave his savings to you?" For sure, and that and I could totally like be wrong here, but I think I'm like just conflicted like emotionally. Yeah. yeah, on that and like this crazy small world. Like I had a uh, a former employee. Um, he was a core member of the team. You know, talented guy. When things went wrong, he was you know quick to pass blame. And he's a, and like he probably thought he would never hear from me again five years ago, right? I get a call a couple of days ago from you know an advisor I really respect, and this guy's applying for a job at his friend's company, and the CEO of that company called him because they knew he knew me, and like should we hire this guy? So like. I gave a, I think a fair but good review, but it's like to that's ask a, for your approval. Yeah, that's how small the world is. Like this dude is like, yo, Billy is done. Fuck him. And this is a middle aged guy. is now applying for a job <clears> and just doesn't realize that. Like I'm not the only say, but I definitely had, you know, serious weight in that decision. Which yeah. is just crazy how the world works. And people are pretty quick to burn bridges, and for sure. maybe sometimes they shouldn't. For sure, it's so. like, dude, it's just not worth it. Like, What's yeah. your mental state been like? Like since you got out of jail, like you say, like the comments kind of bother you and stuff. Yeah. Like, is it tough to overcome something as like? crazy and viral like yeah. as what happened to you yeah i want like good friends but not a lot of good friends and i think before i wanted to have like 100 people around and i thought i was a man because like i had 100 fake friends now i want like six really good friends yeah and like that's kind of the, the goal i mean to be honest i think the fire festival comments things and this that's just never going to go away until you do the the next festival never and you fucking nail it I think, like, I think once yeah. you do that, they might be like, Yo, wait a second. By the way, doesn't matter what it looks like. We're all going. I'm going. No, for real. <laughs> like, no matter what. I don't care what people are saying. Serious. I don't care if that flyover fuck is going to come in there. <laughs> yeah. Cheese sandwiches. No I'm going. Fuck, dude. I'm there. The experience. It's honestly hilarious. But if you bang the next one, then it's like, then they'll finally shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. There's no sure. other way, though. But I don't think you getting engaged with it is going to, it's not going to help you, you know, reading no. the comments. No, it's, I'm not going to win. Like, I could do something great right now, but it's not going to matter. It's going to take years and it's going to take, acing a festival so no one kill me but like there will be one eventually when it happens i can't wait till you right. announce it i love how hesitant he is with the dates and shit yeah. now it's dope i know I'm sure a lot, a lot so of people funny. are rooting for me to they're like what, day, what right day, now. are you gonna change like how do you make this one different when it comes to like marketing it are you gonna do like do you have a plan for this one i, I think like i had four years to think of marketing campaigns so 
Let me, let me have the marketing Marketings. aspect. I mean, the marketing. The marketing. <laughs> no, but I mean, you switch it up, like, because now there's a lot of critics out there. Yeah, there's not going to be 20 supermodels there. I think I have a cooler idea. But logistics, I need help. Marketing, like, then my four-year <laughs> plan come out, boys. I'm like, yeah, well, you got us. So. See that one go. Yeah, there you go. Who's we want to throw a festival, for you? too. Like, we're just so early. And, yeah. like, the people of the Bahamas are fucking awesome. And I know there's been a lot of reports about, like, various things there. Like, and I've talked about like wanting to have a couple of solid friends. Like the support there is amazing. And like my business partner has gone back a couple of times. Like our, their doors are open. There's houses, there's villas. Like they want us there. They want to have us there. And it's like kind of respecting that. It's like, as soon as I'm allowed to go, we are ready to go and, and really start building again. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, I'm going to tell you in the documentary, there's a guy, there's like a bartender who has your back so hard. Delroy, like, you're the boys? man. You're definitely watching this. But Shout out to Delroy. The flip side is there's a lot of people saying like, are they, he was saying maybe somebody else said, but that they were unpaid. Yeah. So is that so something that's being addressed? Or the I definitely owe people money. Um, the last week, no one was paid. However, people were paid for the you know the four months before that, and then for the years that we were doing the much smaller trips. I think my one thing there is that like people there are essentially paid on a weekly basis. So if you're not getting paid for four months, you're not going to work. So people were paid up until the end. Yeah. However, that last week we did hire more people. Because we we're trying to get all hands on deck, so certainly money is owed there, and you know, paying that back is super, super important to me. I just Solid. ask because it's yeah. like you do think you're going to be welcomed back with open arms, but yeah, like, well, do you if think you that owe I, people money and shit? But what like, you, dude, I, I owe you, but like, what's worse, like saying, "Hey, I'm too scared to go," or like, "Hey, I'm here, guys, I really fucked up," and listen, I only made this much money this year, and here's here's your percentage. Sure. I think it's it's just a better but, way to. do But do it. you think you gave like a bad name to like the Bahamas at all, and like? They were yeah, do you think affiliated. they feel like culturally d- disrespected like at all or no? I, I'm sure some people feel that way. Mm-hmm. I hope that people through the marketing just like realized the best part of the marketing was like the natural beauty of these outer islands. And we weren't focused on like the main islands that has all the tourists. Like these are the islands with a population of 10, 20, 50, 100 people. So I think they got some increased tourism from it. And people just realized like how beautiful these islands really are. And yes, I know there are guys I owe out there and I promise guys like, I will do my best and I can't promise any dollar amount, but even if it's $20 and I'm allowed to pay it, like I will pay it and we'll, we'll go step by step. I like it. I don't know. How much you think you owe in the Bahamas? He's fishy. You know, you know, like all that to happen there. And then there's going to be like, yo, Billy, like, welcome back. Like how much saying, like, I'm just thinking from devil's advocate. You might swing on him? Is that what you're saying? Guys, don't, don't back channel. So I get to team when we, when we land. No, you're good. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. No, dude, like, listen, like, I think that's why the first trip is going to be so, so crazy. That's like, why he's trying to bring us. Look like, at that. <laughs> why? Because they all know like, who the yo, fuck you are? I, need yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I don't got my fucking problems. wallet. They're going to take his shit. They're going to have you pay, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah take yeah. some weight off no, your shoulders dude, they're, they're, with these two or they're, what? They're, they're, they're great people. That'd be a good yeah. Steve video. He'd probably be down to do that. So <laughs> paying, paying all the money. So funny. That's actually a good ass idea. It's a big video. That'd be awesome. And they're getting hit by a hurricane right now. That's what I'm asking. How much do you owe, you think? Um, I really don't in the know. Bahamas, Dude, like, people. That's an exercise I started doing, and the numbers are just like to go fund me. Like, like I, is it a mail? I gotta, I gotta is earn it? it. I gotta like earn it's it. all like Bahamas. Workers you can't do a GoFundMe to to get that money back. I'd rather earn it. And Got like it. Okay. Is it in the back. mills or hundreds of thousands? I, I think to the Bahamas is probably a couple hundred thousand dollars. But like once again, I'm not. You, you know, can come up with that. That's not that bad. Yeah. yeah, but like. Dude, hurricane's hitting there right now. So I think if there's any like if I earn any money next week, you know, whatever I'm allowed to pay to them, I will certainly we could do like a do. merch drop or some shit and then use all Dude, the money and the pay it back to the Bahamas check workers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's all bartenders and shit. Here we go. Yeah, right? stock some happy dad. Do, do people yeah. all for a good cause. Happy Dad Bahamas shirts or do something? Do people like see you when you're walking on the streets? Do people know who you are? 
So it's like, dude. They super, throw shit at him? So no, super interesting is that like right when I got back to New York after the festival, people were fucking screaming at me in the streets like that, all these balls. And now like, I'm sure some people stare at me and hate me, but everybody's been super nice. So it's kind of like, that's like heartwarming in a certain way. It's like, I think there's like some understanding that like, hey, it's been five years and yeah, you, you were a total fucking asshole for many years, but like, eh, we're not sold, but maybe there's something more you can do. I guess very, time, very time is everything. It's very right? New York of them. Time. Yeah, it's that's, very New York. Like, yeah, it's exactly. I haven't left New York. Yeah. So if I walk down in their city, I have no idea. But I think. So you've been out like out and about in public? I've gone out like a little bit. Like I went out one night like out out so far. It was, it was how, how was that? Dude, it was crazy. You should like, pull up on us tomorrow night. We're hosting at a club. Where are you going? Bounce. Oh no, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, otherwise, we're I mean, not coming like, what, what, otherwise we're not coming to Bahamas. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say Benny from the Bounce was always super supportive, and he actually yeah. went to jail too. So I think he gets it. So yeah, yeah exactly. I, I love to come in the Bounce and shout out to Benny. I haven't talked to you in five years, but I know you've been through the ringer as well and came back. Wait, strong. you can't go to Bounce. Uh, I said I haven't talked to Benny, like one of the owners of the Bounce, in five years. Was he an investor? No, but he so went, to, doing, went to federal jail. So, but he came back strong. So, I I, I appreciate his. Uh, so we got to talk to Benny tomorrow. Yeah. Then. Wait, would you pull up with us though, or no? Yeah, I'll come tomorrow. Oh. Guy, let's go to the UFC. Take me to the UFC, and I'll come to Bounce. It's <laughs> on him. He's the UFC. We'll plug. ask Dana. <laughs> oh fuck! That's Wait, so didn't funny. you? There's a there's a thing that actually one of our people said that he was probably there with you that night, but that you went to Bounce the night before you went to jail. Uh, I went to Bounce like a month or two before I went to jail. Uh, it was one of the last clubs I went to for sure. For sure. Is it a good, a good spot? Uh, bounce is fun. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Like He knows how to, you know, he's nice. a great, like, he's a professional. This is while you're on bond though, right? It's while I'm bond, yeah, bond bail, whatever. I think it's called bond. So are you, are you nervous at all? Are you, how, like, how hard were you going at that point? Dude, it was just the worst time ever. Because like, you never knew when it was going to end. It wasn't <laughs> like, oh, on this date, you're going to jail. It's like every month it just kept getting delayed. So, so are you going like, crazy shit, on bottles and stuff being like, yo, this could be my last time? I didn't have any money. So it's like- You were at the bar? I wasn't like, no, I wasn't at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been. Um, I didn't really have any money. Yeah. So it's like, it wasn't like going that crazy, but it was, but it sucked. It was like, I don't know what was worse. Like being the, the guy simping, like paying for the plane for everybody or being the guy with like no money, not knowing when you're going to jail, still trying to have fun. Like it's both like- like shitty, shitty life experience. How hard was that to adapt to when you had no money to spend? It was hard. Like I got in more trouble because like I just didn't know how to adapt. And I didn't know how to be honest, right? Like I couldn't like I didn't have the balls to be like, yeah, I'm broke. Like I didn't like I couldn't find pride in that. And I think that just kept getting me fucked up. It's like I I'm not gonna no one's gonna talk to me if I'm broke. So I need to pretend like I still, you know, can do what I was doing six months ago. Was, yeah. I was fucked up. So you think jail ultimately did did help you realize that that would be okay. Best thing like ever to happen to me. And like yeah. I wish it was two years and not four, but I know I deserved, you know, what I got. Like so incredible in terms of the experiences. Yeah. Were, were there any crazy things that you were doing while you were on bond to make money? Yeah, I was dude, I was fucking around. It was bad. Like I was just trying to hustle and I thought I could still like pull things off. Then I realized like no one was taking my calls. I just kept getting. What, in what were you doing to like get by? So at that point, Magnesis had been giving people like access to different events and like you know different like group gatherings and experiences for years, and so I kept trying to sell these experiences that I might have had access to before, but like didn't have them currently. Can you give us an example? Yeah. So the Met Gala, for example. So like my dumbass sold I don't know how many tickets like to the Met Gala. I don't know if I like, maybe a handful when I was on bond. Mm-hmm. You know thinking that, hey, I knew one of the brands sponsoring it. They'll give me a few seats at their table, like no problem. Not realizing, like I try to call them and they're just like, dude, go fuck yourself. Like, what do you think you're doing? And I was just like so detached from reality. Just like kept getting in trouble. Were they, the tickets sold at that point? Yeah, they were. 
Oh shit. Yeah. So I fucked up. Did they add that to? Yeah. And then like, I think that took me from literally getting like a year or two to getting a six year sentence. I'm like, oh shit. Deservedly. But like that fucked me up. Whoa. So, fuck. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's a Met Gala ticket cost? We don't get invited to shit like that. So. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think like it's semi public, right? But for, if you pay, you know, $100,000, $150,000 as a brand, you'll get a table and you can have a certain $150K for a table at the Met Gala? Yeah. What the fuck? That's lame as hell. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Did you sell what? one of the tables? I didn't sell a table. I could never get it. Listen, I didn't have those tickets, right? I thought I could convince one of but these brands. But what did you sell them for? Dude, that, I was retarded. I was selling them for thousands of dollars when, you know, I was like underselling them, trying to make money. And I was, I was still fucking wrong. It was terrible. So you get, you get your 10 bands and then what do you do? Start calling these brands and then they're screening my calls. But then do you go to balance and get bottle service or no? Uh, <laughs> Why are you trying to tie them so, up? That's fucked. No, it's like, dude, like I'm like, I have nothing. To, yeah. Like, yeah. Like literally, yes. And, but yeah, I was, I was wrong. I mean, like I did have friends too. Who, yeah. You know, still believe in me. That's what's yeah. fucked up is your boys were reaping the benefits, but not right. going down with you. I know. I mean, they're, they're out there getting drunk. They're, they're, they're out there like, the yo, see you, yo, bro. See you for you. Are these fuckers like, in here? The guys who got the most, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Like, the guys who got the most free shit were the ones who like ditched me the fastest, but the people, oh, but the people man. who worked the hardest and got the least were the ones who like stood by the most. Well, that's so a personality trait. Yeah, it's a personality trait. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have seen that in different situations on a much larger scale, but it's just like, life so do we talk about what the treasure hunt is or yeah so hiding 99 of these these bottles you know in different cities and everybody who finds the bottle is going to be invited back to the bahamas we took the first winners back last weekend and then they'll also be invited to participate in a larger treasure hunt and i can't tell you guys what the grand prize is yet but it'll be a larger part of the pirate story in the future so this is actually bottle number three so there's now 96 96 left they'll be hiding out there what are they hidden right now uh, we hid the first two that were found. This is the third one. We have not hid the fourth one yet. So, and they're across what? All across all states in the U.S. We've only done New York so far. But we'll be expanding different cities. But each bottle and comes. What does that like, give you? Like a free? So it gets you a free trip, weekend trip back to the Bahamas, and then you're officially like part of the larger treasure hunt. And the grand prize, which I just can't like promise yet, is way bigger than a free trip. <laughs> but it's like a really cool. Well, how many people do you get in that? Because he's gotten better. Dude. There's only 99 this bottles growing. But how, yeah, that's that's a one person, or you get a plus two. He can't you get it's a group, so it's, oh, okay. You can establish your like, like pirate crew. Got it. Well, he's yeah. saying free trip though. Still, yeah, yeah he's he's not, that's 99 free trips. Well, no, yeah, yeah. But it might take us. Three, that's gonna add up. But it might take me three or four years to do it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm promising. Okay, okay. We've taken one. We've taken one group back. Went really, really well, and like. Dude, anybody can reach out to them. It was like totally done, like honestly, and they had a great time. And we might need another month before we release the next one. So like, like three months. Yeah, like we're in, we're in no rush. Oh, okay. Not 99 at once. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to like, we're in no rush. point fingers, but like what if yeah. Brad finds the one in California and he sells it to somebody for five Dude, you can't do that, man. It's, but what if he does that? Because he would do that. I don't yeah, think I can't he would sell, I can't sell that for. I need Brad to be my bodyguard when I land. So we're going to give him whatever he needs. Sell that for 5K real quick, man. It's dope. I want to go soon. Yeah. I'd love for you guys to come. I mean, I can't wait to, I've been dreaming of going back there. Like imagine like months and months in solitary, like Bahamas, Bahamas, like let's fucking go. What do you think it is about that place that you love so much? The adventure. And like, it's like a playground. You land there in the middle of nowhere on a runway. And yes, there are like cities there as well, but I really like these like outer islands. You land on a runway, the warmest people. And it's just like, the world is your oyster. Like, what do you want to do? Just go do it. It's It's like, like a vacation place though, right? But it's like you're it's not gonna, not Bahamas like we like, like you're not getting you, no, by yeah, you're, not to, you're not going to Nobu with the Atlantis. It's like you're fucking out there. Like, like you're on a it's one oh, of the random okay. islands. You want a lobster? You're you're diving with a spear and catching the lobster. Have you bro. done that? You've not speared no lobster. Dude, for sure. Like 
You speared a lobster. For the, the coolest part is it brings people together. Like, have you speared a lobster? I've speared a lobster. But like, Stani, if like we don't know each other, we know each other like this, we go land there and we go out alone on jet skis at night, go fucking night diving, catch some fish, we go back and cook it. Like, we're boys. Listen, like, man, yeah, I'm going to tell you this right now. Some cool shit. I'm going to tell you this right now. When we get out there, I'm going to watch you spear a lobster. fucking lobster. <laughs> I'm going to make you spear a lobster. In front Dude, 100%. Of me. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm going to. You're not spearing a lobster. Yeah. No, but he said he could. No. If that motherfucker's lying to me, no. we're going to find out right <laughs> away. <laughs> Straight up. If, if I can't spear a lobster, then I, you know, whatever, Wait, what's, whatever what's, you guys what, what, yeah. what other crazy adventure shit besides spearing lobster? Like, you fight for food? <laughs> Do what? Fight for food? Yeah, I mean, you're spearing lobster. That's pretty crazy. I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's like, what's that movie with I'm getting my surf Tom and turf Hanks from fucking, fucking down the water. street. <laughs> huh? You guys are crazy. I love it. <laughs> Is there any other crazy adventure shit you do? I think it's cool is that there's like so many islands and they all have their own culture. So it's like, hey, you're having fun at night at like a bonfire. Like, yo, it's, it's fucking pitch black. There's beautiful stars no like light pollution right let's go hop on some jet skis yeah. and go like find a random island and go and maybe someone's there maybe someone's not but like you take a girl you take a friend like you're bonding and that's how when you bring you know the people who are who's who of the modeling world or the music world down there you just connect in this different level and you have business ideas you have like relationship ideas <coughs> and the way people connect i think it's like that drives you you do that one weekend it's like fuck like those bonds are addicting like that's like the drug that you want to go back for more of Oh, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that four months of putting together Firefest, that's the most action you've seen, like with chicks. Uh oh, here we go. Uh actually no, like seriously, no. No. I was just like trying. I, I think like smart girls. That was your play though, bring a girl to the Bahamas. <laughs> I mean, it was like, all right, step two, let's do the plane. Let's cut the bullshit. The plane was your cheat code for sure, right? <laughs> the plane was hundred percent the cheat code. It was code. the trick where he like, does the fucking zero gravity. That's the one where he's trying. But he's I'm like, I'm realizing like my plane? that's the setup. <laughs> if I'm yeah. zero gravitying with this girl and have like a yacht and like literally three islands rented and things aren't working like the problem is probably me right like there's like a bigger issue going on yeah. Yeah. did that ever happen where you were in your head like yo what more can i do for sure and it's like Fuck. depressing but then you don't realize it's like <laughs> this is a personal relationship. <laughs> like moment. i'm like a this fat is like slob. you guys right now yeah. is like bonding that's bonding right there. that's dope <laughs> keep asking those questions <laughs> no fuck no dude you you guys are I mean, bonding. no offense but like i can get it done at that he's getting personal <laughs> advice yeah, yeah he is no. getting real no, he's sharing his like real moments it's crazy though just like yeah I was a moron. Do you have any any other crazy things? Any final words? Give us the craziest shit ever. Yeah, dude. All right, let me let me crack one happy dad here. One Go more. Go ahead. And yeah, do your thing. Give me a theme and I'll and I'll, I'll rip. I think one. anything about the models or anything would go crazy. I know we talked about that already. I but got. Like, I, there's got to be someone who was like entitled or like pissed you off or wanted more or some shit. Yeah. Did you ever personally interact with like Kendall? Or is it just uh, all through like, business? I just feel like there's a certain shit he can't say, it sounds like. Dude, there's just like so much I wish Why? I could share. Um, because it's legal shit. It's a bunch well, of Well, you're legal. good now. You did nah, your time. Nah, but now it's... Sweet. Yeah, and I know, but it's also like personal stuff, right? Like... Fuck it, bro. You got to find your pride somewhere at some ah, point, fuck right? pride. Let yeah. shit out. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck pride. Hold a fake festival. Do it again. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Run it back one time. Yeah. I'm kidding. Obviously. No, no, no. But give us, give us something that you've never told before. Yeah, and then we'll close out. Okay. I mean, this is not like interesting, but I think like the first ever USC at MSG was November of 2016, and that was right in like the midst of our trips. I think that was like one of the best nights of my life. We brought like a bunch of the, the fire talent there, and that led to like the craziest fire weekend. So it's kind of coming full circle. Been in jail for a while, but it's kind of cool to see the UFC. Were you in Dana's room? MSG? No, dude. I just like fucking, of course, Did you went on StubHub, paid four times too much for a bunch of ringside seats, and yeah. And of course, but solid. Here that we was are. my stupid mentality. At the How long ago was that? November 2016. 
It was the first time oh, ever at MSG. Dude, it was fucking electric. And what like, fight was it? Uh, it was, I think it was McGregor. I'm totally spacing Ooh. in who he fought, but like Whoa. it was a time of my life. It doesn't matter if you got his name in there. Yeah, it was like Great. the who's who of like the entertainment world. But like, it was just like, it was wild. And you know, that How was like- How old were you then? I was 24. Damn. Yeah. Like, How good did you God feel damn. at that point when you're flexing? Like I that? like, we were doing a trip the next weekend. So I brought a whole bunch of the town we were about to take to the trip. And I was like, I thought I was, you know, was, was there any party the that was like, yo, I'm setting the bar really fucking high? For a party? I think like... No, like in front of the chicks. Like you're like, yo, dude, like how do I one up McGregor ringside? Dude, this is really personal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Keep no. going though. Yeah, go no, ahead. No, I'm just curious. Like, yeah, no, go for it. But they just don't care, right? They can sense when you're just trying too hard and it's like not attractive. I think like... Yeah, I love this. Thank you. Right? Appreciate that. No, it's no, true. you're right. You're very right. Yeah, go ahead. Tell them. Look at him when you say it. <laughs> you go through this too, bro. So shut the fuck I up. I don't go through the shit you're going through. I know through. you go through the shit. Like, I, I met much cooler Brad girls. Doesn't, you don't spend after. money on girls. Yeah. Fuck yeah, no. he does. Look your girl had a Birkin bag the other day. I was at yeah, your crib. Right. That's full cash. Oh, God. I wouldn't buy a Birkin bag ever. That's, your, that's, your, that's the first mistake. Yeah, like well, we're going to go to your house and we're going to do a fucking Go to my house. Go to my house. Yo, you know what? Treasure hunt at Brad's house. Treasure hunt at my house. I'm in. Bottle number four, guys. The fuck yeah. Birkin bag? This dumbass. <laughs> I'm gonna keep your Rolex now. No, no I need that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know you <laughs> so do. So, guys, who who from your crew is gonna come come to the first trip to the Bahamas? <clears throat> Bro, I think we're all in to go right, and well, just see what happens. Should we ask Steve right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe FaceTime, FaceTime and, and and confirm. FaceTime. You wanna FaceTime him? Steve would be, Steve would be hilarious. Uh, yeah. No, he's in. We already know he's in. I mean, 100%. we know he's in. Salim would have no idea. But he'll go. <laughs> no, Salim's yeah. gonna be like, "What?" But get, but get a FaceTime <laughs> yeah. from Steve. Here, you hit him, Steiny. My phone's at two. What can we do to make this thing pop? So it goes, it goes as one of your. Well, I think we gotta go. Ones. We gotta go soon, at least for like yeah. when you return. I yeah. mean, are you not gonna return for a year, dude? Like, I'm pushing to go ASAP. I just gotta okay. like, you know. Come on, we'll do an elk yeah. video there. Yeah, for sure. I and mean, we'll film it. I mean, we'll make it. Going sweet. back to the Bahamas with you for the first time. <laughs> be funny. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> How long are you guys in town for? Till Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Damn. Right, so you're yeah. partying at Bounce tomorrow night? Bounce tomorrow night, UFC. Nice. We're doing a big happy dad meetup oh, yeah? during the day. Yeah. We're at Brooklyn. Cool. Steve, Steve's in for sure. But yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll bring Answers. the whole squad. Steve, Salim, yeah. Brad. Yo. We're live on the pod. Is Steve next to you? No. He's at the gym. Okay. Classic Steve. Uh, Selena, she's down. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, wait, Selena. I got my second bodyguard then. Selena can go to Ireland. Classic ran, Steve. Um, Firefest. Do you want a picture real quick? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's nice Steve's. Nice to meet you. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, Mr. Mr. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. I was wrong. <laughs> but, uh, Did you do it on purpose? No. I mean, Did I, you do it on purpose? I That's like lied question. to investors to try to get money to do it, but I certainly tried to do the event and just like didn't understand what I was doing. Did you do it on purpose? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, trying to like make it right and really looking forward to kind of getting back to the Bahamas and making an impact there. So would love for you guys to all come with me for my first trip back. I just can't promise like what's going to happen to me, but you guys will definitely have a good time. So I think that's what we're calling to extend yeah, the invite exactly, and hopefully get a cool group to come back with me. You're inviting us? Yeah, for sure. Wow. You in? Yeah, I feel honored. There you go. Yeah, Great. there you go. So, all right, yeah, cool. Thank you. So, yeah, so pass you back to Stani, but yeah, nice meeting you. And yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. It. Well, this is it. Bounce yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah. Don't flop. Are you going to come? You're looking or no? shaky I, a little bit. No, Are you, I'll, I'll have come. Have you shown face there since you've been out? No, no, I'll come. I'll come. But have you shown face there since you've been out? <laughs> I bounce? No. I mean, I'd love, I'd love to go out, though. I mean, I'd love to go out. I haven't gone out a lot. I will come. Um, yeah. Uh, Who's buying? 
<laughs> I don't have shit, so for, <laughs> for a long night, guys. I'll sneak in the happy dad case that you guys got. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do it. Appreciate yeah. it, bro. Yeah, thanks, bro. Thank, Thank you, for you. Coming guys. On. If you have any uh, upper deck seats at the UFC, hit your boy up. I'm here. <laughs> yes, Hell yeah, that was good cool. shit. Right. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, guys. Hell yeah. So-